from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. I know this sounds like I pulled it from a magazine from your mother's den, Uh-oh. but it's not. Does your relationship pass this 10-question love test? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And they're this pretty standard. Like no, they're pretty standard, Cosmo though. from 1988? Yeah, I know. Is your man happy? No, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So let me go through. The, and these, I was hoping for something a little bit more salacious as well, but these are very, very standard questions. Okay. Um... Are you a good fit for each other? What in the hell does that mean? Like a good fit? Like big spoon, little just, spoon? Just as, as people or like physically? Well, let's go with both then. Are you a good fit with each other? Yeah. Yes. Right, Maury? I would assume. What do you I mean? mean? You would assume? It's worked for 11 years. Well, yeah, but that doesn't really mean that much. I'm going to say spiritually. Spiritually, <laughs> what the hell happened to you over vacation? <laughs> Spiritually, yeah, that's weird, man. I've never known you to be a spiritual person, Maury. Uh, is your relationship grounded in friendship? Is question oh, two. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Well, we like the same things, Marilyn Monroe. No. Is your relationship grounded in friendship? I did not say. Do you and your partner have a, a kinship for Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're friends. No. Is your relationship grounded in friendship? Okay, so you mean grounded in the sense that is it like when you at the end of the everything day? Everything away. If you took everything away, yeah. all the riches and fame, Maury. Yeah. If you took everything <laughs> away, <laughs> what you would be what you would be left with was the fact that you two are still friends. That you're friends. Oh no. Okay. No. No was the answer. Thank you. Mar- Marilyn Monroe would also be an acceptable answer for that one. <laughs> Uh, do you see the best in each other? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mocha, oh, I know you guys do. I, I mean, I see the do. best in him. Okay, Maury, <laughs> do you see the best in each other? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go back on vacation in <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh, do you see the best in each other? Yes. Yes, you do. Okay, we'll give you that one. Uh, do you have realistic expectations for each other? No. Almost no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. uh, the expectations are like you feel that you should be allowed to load the dishwasher. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, okay. I should be allowed to... Do whatever I want. Okay. Do you generally want the same things? Oh, definitely. Things like kids or a nice house? No. No, you do not. (laughs) I'd be fine with whatever. Right. Uh, Can you raise issues with each other and talk them out? No. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. No. (laughs) Hell no. Okay. If I know it's best for me. If Uh, I want dinner. Do you keep things exciting? Oh. All right. Listen to Moke over there. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Should I keep dinging? <laughs> we'll skip Maury on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a whole other conversation. <laughs> Maury's with something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are you both committed to working through tough times? Oh, of course. No. We, we, no. no. Okay. You're not? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Okay. That's your husband. Uh, would you pull together during hard times, which is different from the previous question? Yes. Like death. Shh. Yes. Not of one of you. No, but like something like <laughs> And uh, question 10, do you think that they would have a better life if you did die? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is that really question no, it's 10? Not. It's not. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, damn it, Maury was in Hollywood. For work? Pursuing his dream of like, being a big star. Like, were you interviewing somebody or were you down there auditioning while trying to find new work while we're on well, vacation? Well, I mean, I'm sent for work to do interviews and stuff. But if an audition came up, I would take but it. But did an audition come up? No. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew nothing happened. I just needed Maury to, to say the words that nobody wants him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Harsh, Did dude. you miss me? Of course I did. Okay, good. Uh, no, so Hollywood was good, though? Oh, my God, so much fun. Yeah? I was only there for like a day, but it was so pretty quick, cool. Huh? I love it there. Yeah. And I, then, even, do, do I even Ubered to the Golden Girls house. Really? Yeah. How far is it from where you were staying? Like five minutes away. Because when you were, where did you go the last time where you spent so much money on an Uber to go to somewhere famous? I was staying in Beverly Hills, but then I, I went to this far off town just to see the mall and the house from Back to the Future. Right. How much did you spend on an Uber that day? 150 US. Yeah. Do you know how, oh, you know how far you have to go to spend 150 dollars in an Uber? Yeah. You know you can do that tour on YouTube for free, right? <laughs> yeah. I've done it many, many times. Um, so uh, you were you were down there and it was uh, fantastic, and you had the opportunity to what? Go and talk to people on the street. It's my favorite thing to do. When I'm in Hollywood. Yeah. Talk to Americans about Canadians. Yes, it's Demet Mori in Hollywood talking to Americans <laughs> to see how much they know okay, about Canada. Our home. If you, 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 when it comes to like a cool tagline or an intro, you can't have multiple. Yeah. <laughs> right? You got you to gotta stick with one. We're okay. either going, it's Demet Mori in Hollywood. Like you can't just, and not everything has to be a thing. It seems like this needs a big intro. Okay. And it's got like four major parts <laughs> okay, of this okay, intro, by okay, the way. Yeah. Yes, it's Demet Mori in Hollywood talking to Americans <laughs> to see how much they know about Canada, our home and native <laughs> land. <laughs> what was something you recently learned about Canada? It's nothing to do out there. My father told me he was just there. When I say two for, what am I talking about? Two for one? Like you get two... For one, for the price of one, something like that. Two for one, yeah. twofer. Heifer, twofer. I don't think we have those in LA. Yeah, two cows is a twofer. We finna head to your house and have a twosome or foursome. Hey, well, what the hey? <laughs> for homo milk, what am I asking for? Uh, uh, milk made at home. If I ask for homo milk, what am I asking for? Milk that is made from homo cows, <laughs> gay cows. <laughs> Milk that is made from gay cows. If I was giving you a kinder surprise, oh what am I giving you? Is that something you do in bed? Cosplay? <laughs> something like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like cosplay action right there. <laughs> if I'm drinking from a Mickey, what am I doing? Oh, no, it, it, you're drinking from a boot, like Mickey Mouse boot. What am I buying with Canadian tire money? Tires. Yeah, I don't know if that's their currency or what, but <laughs> Canadian tire, I don't know, tires, I guess. 
what am I buying with Canadian tire money? Uh, that's the money that Canada designates specifically for buying tires. Yeah, I would go and buy tires. <laughs> yep, we you're have buying that. Um, money that is allocated for tires. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's exactly it. Our government issued Canadian tire money. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Hi, it's Renee. What's up, Renee? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? Okay, so a couple months ago, I started listening to you guys, and I called in when I imitated your laugh. Whose laugh? Mocha's laugh your or laugh. Ron's laugh? Mocha's laugh. Okay. As I've been listening to you for the past couple of months, I realized that um, Roz and Maury both have an imitation worthy laugh as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Renee, let me just point out the fact that Ross is not smiling right now. <laughs> so, Renee, if we can back up, just remind everyone uh, if you can uh, imitate my laugh, Mocha's laugh, real quick. Okay. Let's see how close you get. <laughs> wow. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, that's like bang on. Wow. Okay, so uh, let's save yeah, Roz for really last. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go with uh, Dan Mori's laugh now, please, Renee, if you would. Okay, okay. <laughs> wheeze. Ah, the wheeze yeah, at the end. I would say Mori. has yeah, got that wheeze. You got a wheeze, baby. <laughs> okay, now uh, Roz's laugh. Okay. Now, Roger's is the one that's kind of like the, it's the non-committal laugh. So this is his signature sound to me. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay, I sound like I sound like the bobble duck. <laughs> Renee, how long have you been practicing these laughs? Whenever I'm in the car. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Bang on, Renee. Said Renee, Renee, do it. Do my laugh again, just so we wait, have a wait. nice, a nice, clean recording of it. Okay. Okay. Go. Uh... <laughs> Bang on. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Is it that time, Roz? Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't want to I don't want to do this. What? Mouse Charades is first of all, this worst game ever. Pause. I, yeah, what? Well, we're going to play it. I know. I'm just prefacing this. My uh, try I'm trying to make excuses before I lose. Allow oh. me to do that. Okay. Allow me to like exit this enter this whole thing with dignity. Proceed. Uh, it's a terrible game. It's wildly unfair. Um, it is completely stacked against me. I know there's conspiracy. I've never once got a single point in this game. Because you suck at it. Now that we've said all this, yeah. we can play. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play! It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. All right, I love this game. Okay, how mouth charades works, very much like regular charades, only the clues are given with sounds. Dammit, Mori will be the clue giver. It is uh, me, Roz, versus Mocha. Mocha has a 100% record in mouth charades, winning every single time we've played. Uh, remember, Maury, no body movements. You were not well, allowed I have to, to move do my lips. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Oh, God, see, this is <laughs> honestly, honestly. You didn't know what I meant? You said no body parts. No, but you didn't. Body no, I part. didn't. I said no body movement. You didn't know what I meant when I said that? Like, you didn't understand what I was getting at? Well, I was just trying to correct you. No, you weren't. You were trying to be funny and distract me. 
No body movements. No, Ross for is real. Like, like really mad right now. <laughs> Except for me. Okay. You're not allowed to do pantomime stuff with your uh, hands. No head gestures. Nothing like that. Just make the sound just with your stiff. mouth. Thank you. So what's going to happen is there's 20 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear a ding mm-hmm. to signify the start of those 20 seconds. There's going to be 20 seconds of silence and then a double buzzer to signify the end of those 20 seconds okay. that we have to guess. All right, Mocha, would you like to go first? Uh, yes. Okay. Damn it, Maury, let's see what that mount do. All right, 20 seconds on the clock. And go. A dog, barking dog. Uh, oh, I, 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 barking up a tree. A dog barking on the inside of the house. Uh, <laughs> sitting on the toilet, having a bad, uh, hard oh, time. Um, oh, chase! Oh, oh, what was it, Maury? Someone with a gag in their mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oddly, I did that one well. Uh, you said it, bro. Uh, you know when you watch somebody do something great that you know that they're really, really good at, and they've practiced their whole lives. <laughs> Except no one practiced. Yeah, Maury, okay. you are the you. You are the Tony Hawk of ba- of a gag in the mouth right now. Uh, okay, it's uh... oh my god, that is like next level beast. That wasn't the sound. You sound like a raptor. That wasn't the sound. A raptor. <laughs> that wasn't my sound. That was not your sound. Oh, okay. Okay, okay ready? Damn, okay. I, thought I, thought I, thought I got yeah, one. Here we go. Okay. And go. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Excuse me. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah. Well, this oh, is Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. You're getting mm. um you're getting touched. Mm. Someone's touching mm. you in a nice way. Mm. Oh, and then they just squeeze too hard. Mm. Okay, you're you're somebody who ah. What was that? Someone getting a really good massage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were close though, Roz. <sighs> you were almost there. You just had it. So were you by the sounds of it. <laughs> Next word. You ready, Damon Moore? Yeah. Okay, you're up. Oh, getting punched in the face. Boxing. Getting yeah. punched in the oh, stomach. Yeah, yeah. Boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! That's one for Mocha. Mm. Let me mark that down. Here we go. Thank you. Great. Okay, Roz, are you ready? No, but okay. Your word. You got it? You ready, yeah. Maury? Yeah. That's a oh, that's a per, that's a it's like a wave. It's a um, it's the perfect storm. That oh. I'm so dizzy. Ocean waves. Oh, I said waves. You said waves. You said waves. Do we give him half a point? No, I mean he said waves. I said are waves. waves. Bro. If I say waves, but this says ocean waves. What other waves are there? Sea. What's the sea? Sea waves. Man. <sighs> All right. Can we just say right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, You got it. You got it. Okay. Thank you. Tiebreaker. I wouldn't have given it to you. Tiebreaker. I said ocean wave. I said waves. You, you said waves. Oh, see, this is why. See what I say? Listen, conspiracy. Mount Charades, there is a vast right-wing conspiracy, quote-unquote, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, hashtag I'm with her, going on here to dethrone me of my dignity. Okay. Damn it, Maury. Yeah. This is the uh, tiebreaker right here. Oh, okay. 
Oh, uh, a pigeon. A turkey. Turkey. A chicken. Uh, a goat. Uh, man, I don't know this one. What the hell is that? A dolphin. <laughs> Bro, that ain't that no is dolphin. not a dolphin. I've seen videos of sonar videos of dolphins. No. And they You've always seen go, sonar videos of dolphins. Yeah, dolphins always, go like, ee. No, yeah, go, that's no. what they do. They go, ah. No, no that's dolphins a are whale. Like, dolphins are like more like, yeah. Oh, the videos I've seen, they go. No, 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 no. I don't trust any videos that you watch. Okay, one more. All right. Okay. Go. Um, that's a beehive. That is a. That's an AK-47 Kalishnikov. That is. Oh, what is it? A rattlesnake. Excuse me? <laughs> Rattles, I'll show you the word. Excuse me? Rattlesnake. <laughs> That's the tail. Oh my god. Okay, could we just, you want to just end on a tie? No, we got to do what a are we? One. Soccer? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine, next word. Uh, stomach growling. A hungry bear. A, a truck? Um, it's it a uh, trombone. A tuba! A yes! tuba! Oh! Ha ha! Let me just check the score here. Yeah, it's 2 1 for Mocha! Even the dolphins are happy. That's how you play mushroom. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Damn it, Maury tried to show me his uh, tan lines. Oh, God. <laughs> but he had to so more drives me to work every day like an angel and um wow uh he's got his cargo shorts on today and whenever it's shorts day i it always i love it warms my heart a little bit right because morning walks to see Maury's legs yeah, he carries oh. himself a little differently it's like fun Maury, right okay. like cargo short Maury is fun Maury with the belt and everything else and uh and then I get in the car and I comment on the shorts. I'm like, hey, hey, shorts day. And then Maury says, let me show you my tan line. Because he and his husband, Damon Matthew, went to the beach this weekend. And then Maury pulls his shorts up so high. Like, yeah. let me just say, if you're wearing anything, right, and you yeah. pull it up high enough, you're going to get to see skin that has never hit sun. Like, you're going to have a tan line. Yeah, right? for sure. Right, but there was no definitive shorts tan line. So Maury just pulled his shorts up as high as they would go up his thigh because it was more of a gradual thing. Okay. Because the, the cargo shorts wear loose, so when you're lying on the beach, it's not like a definitive line like oh, when wait, you wear a so bikini. What were you tanning in? I was tanning in my cargo shorts and my belt. Yeah. Oh, you weren't on the beach laying in like Speedos or... No. No, no it was cargo were, shorts with the big were... belt hanging around. He just took a shirt off. Like he, like, like he was well, his lunch, like it was his lunch hot, break from, from pouring footings for a new condo like that's happening, Like hot isn't sexy? Right? No, cargo shorts just like... They're thick. Yeah. It's so thick. Like you might as well be wearing a comforter. Yeah. And like, then halfway tanning, I realized I still had my keys and belt in my yeah, pocket too. <laughs> cargo shorts, it's so thick. There's a... You got like you got you got canvas on canvas on canvas, yeah. and it's all buttoned up and everything else. I went hunting for other shorts you went to hunt? wear. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I went hunting well, for other that's shorts. That's what you and Matthew call what you do on the, on the, on on the, the beach, beach. <laughs> with my hunting belt and no shirt on. 
<laughs> I got my cargo shorts, lots of pockets. <laughs> so wait, uh, like so he, he had nice you, loose fitting shorts or whatever, but I don't yeah, have anything other than yeah. four Matthew's pairs of a very cargo stylish shorts. guy. Yeah, yes, I have I to admit, yeah. Matthew's a very stylish guy. Um, yeah. So you're wearing your comforter pants on the beach, <laughs> and where does your tan? But your cargo shorts but go look, bl- like watch. below your knee. I know, yeah, but he has to. So pose. what is your tan line from now, your do knee? You, when you lie there, do you do that move where you roll up your pant leg to get more of the thighs tan? No, uh, oh. I. I lie on the beach yeah. with my legs up, and then I roll them down. Question. That's what bit. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Question. You mean you roll them up? Question. Are you also wearing shoes and socks when you're tanning? No, I take those off. But uh, did you wear socks to the beach though? Yeah, I wear socks to the beach. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. a ridiculous question, <laughs> okay. Ross. And yeah. are you wearing the belt today? Yeah, I'm wearing see. the exact same thing. Oh, oh God, look at all that hair on your you, belly. You know, you know what's funny, Maury? Because Maury just lifted up his shirt. You know what's funny? Uh, if I had placed, if I had to place a bet, right? To me, you seem like the kind of guy that would have an Audi, and I'm actually really quite um, amazed that you have an Innie. Anyway, let me see the belt. Okay. Why so, are your undies pulled so far cow. up over your shorts, are you man? Swim trunks underneath your cargo pants? No, those are my box. Can I just say to somebody, okay, so Mooring has uh, a. So you're not... wearing shorts on shorts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You should have just taken off the cargo shorts when you're laying on the beach and just lay in your boxers. Yeah. And nobody would know the difference. Do oh, your, I would not be allowed to do, do that. Do your boxers have pockets too with the cargo boxers? <laughs> 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 but you know, it's really interesting too, Maury, um, because Maury wears cargo shorts and normally with it when you wear a belt with cargo shorts sometimes you can find like an athletic type canvasy you know sort of belt Maury wears a black suit belt (laughs) with his his cargo shorts yeah totally right and no uh, and no shirt on look at the tan line so you can see the line right here yeah yeah right where the knee is yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's not really much of a tan no it's really like your knee is dark but everything else my legs are glistening wait yo how is it it just looks like it looks like you slid across the rug for like (laughs) (laughs) it's just really bad rug burn that you have (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast bonjour mes amis look at me i'll be able to fit right in in paris air transat uh, flies daily to paris by the way which is incredible. There's so much to love about Paris. Why? It's just, it's the city. Everybody falls in love. And if you're not in love, you're going to fall in love. It's just, it's all about love. But also things I love about the French. I love the kiss that they gave the world. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the fries that they gave the world. Of course. And uh, the accent ain't bad either. But my favorite is the, the French way of cooking a steak. Because you know me. I'm all about the French way of cooking a steak. Which, which is, is in a blazing hot pan as opposed to over some sort of barbecue grill. Oh, okay. The blazing hot pan gives it that best crust. So when you order like a proper steak frite when you're actually in France, yeah. it is life changing. And that very, came from France? Yeah, really? it's very difficult Damn. to go back. Most great things we eat come from France. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, just the reality of the world. And go there and eat it all. Butter and bread until you cannot oh. eat any more butter and and bread and when you think you can't you're like hey, give me more wine oh right yeah and then you french and then you <laughs> right and then you all just eat butter and bread and you just french the whole time it's amazing. you walk, walk all that fat off uh by hitting up the eiffel tower oh. notre dame yeah. uh actually they don't pronounce it that way over there i believe they pronounce it notre dame yeah probably as uh, they should get all the info you need to know on your flight to Paris by visiting airtransat.com. Okay, let's take a phone call. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hi. Um, I'm just calling to say like how big of a fan I am of you guys. Oh, wow. What's your name? Uh, my name's Nick, and I'm calling from Ottawa, actually. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. What's going, uh, on? What's going on in Ottawa? I'm 
currently got woken up earlier than normal for my job, and I'm just like, oh, God. Oh. Um, what do you do for a living? Um, I deliver medical-grade oxygen all around Ottawa, and I'm currently on call, and, well, unfortunately, a hospital discharged someone without calling us first. Wow. Uh, question for yeah. you. Do you listen to us on KISS in Toronto, or do you listen to us on KISS in Ottawa? Um, my work gave me a phone, and I... As far as I know, it has unlimited data, and so, oh, like I said, I drive for work. <laughs> oh, oh, hush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you listen to the Razamoga show using your unlimited data on your phone in Ottawa. Yes. You listen to the Toronto show. Yes. Okay. Uh, Do you know that? I, I love the Kiss Station in Ottawa. Like they're great, but it's just um, late at night, like after seven p.m. Yeah. They'll throw on the Razamoga show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like podcast, and then so I'm just like, okay, cool, and then. I started listening to the podcast uh, while driving to work and I've, I'm on like episode 37, 38 now over wow. the past two weeks. Wow. Been, yeah, I like that's how much I drive. Holy cow. Um, and Nick, and we I only, just, yes, or last week we only dropped episode 41, yeah. episode 42 is tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's it's been real great, and I and um, it's so awesome to talk to you uh, from Ottawa. Sorry about the senators. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, it is. Yeah, I know, and, but but you know, it's it's really quite amazing because you know it was so it was such a long process to get this show to other people in different parts of the country. So as we know, the big audience in Toronto, and then Ottawa, we're on in Kingston, we're on in uh, Vancouver, Victoria. Uh, so it's really amazing. And yeah. it's really great to talk to you guys. And, you know, it's it's always incredible to hear somebody who enjoys the show. But it's even more incredible when it is somebody from, uh, you know, a, a city where we are not based. Because that was the goal was to just sort of, you know, introduce yeah. introduce uh, this show to you guys and also to meet you guys. Uh, no, like, uh, I, I love you guys. You guys are great, um, especially whenever I have a, a crappy moment. Uh, like with work or whatever I get slammed for work or just real life comes in uh, listening to you guys like you guys just change my mood almost instantly um, Mocha your laugh is like so infectious that like I can't stay pissed at one thing oh wow like, that's dude thing. that's so nice <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how incredible this compliment really is let me break this down for people so we're talking to a guy right now who says uh, that when he's in a bad mood, he listens to this show to change that mood. This is also a guy who has access to medical grade oh oxygen. <laughs> and he, yeah. and he Bro, chooses... Bro, you can use that oxygen anytime you want. <laughs> he chooses us over medical grade <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> yeah, it's like 99.9% .9 pure stuff, man. Do you want compressed or liquid? Oh my God. Nick, in Ottawa, listen, you have no idea how much this phone call means to us. You have no idea how much you listening uh, to the Raza Mocha show means to us. Thank you so much, dude. No, thank you. Say hi to, say hi to the rest of Canada, bro. Hi, Canada. What's up? Go also, out of us, but secretly also, Leafs go. Also, uh, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Tell Canada right uh, now. Mocha. Oh, that, well, that was too easy, bro. You're on, <laughs> you, you're on that oxygen again, huh? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. But, but to be honest, to get through, I told Maury, I'm like, hey, I just want to tell Razumoka how much I love Maury. He's like, absolutely. Of course, oh! it's Wow, you really listen to this show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Thank right you, Nick. You're welcome. Take Bye. care, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Shaquille O'Neal was in town. What was he doing at Krispy Kreme, Maury? So he owns a Krispy Kreme in the U.S., and he's an ambassador. So he was in. He came to town to hang out with 
Canadian fans. Like he owns a franchise at Krispy Kreme? Yeah, who knew? He's so much better with his money than I am. Yeah, but (laughs) clearly he makes a lot of dough. (laughs) Clearly he makes a lot of dough. And he's huge, right? How do we figure out how tall Shaq is? Oh, hold on. He's got, he's over seven, right, Shaq? Oh, has to be. And I was upset because the morning took a picture with Shaq and they didn't stand. They're sitting beside each other. Because he doesn't stand for pictures, especially at the donut shop, because there's nowhere for the photographer to back up. Wow. Seven one. Seven one. God, wow. he's seven one. Is he, how big were his hands? Gigantuous. Yeah, like bigger than my face. Yeah, like huge. No, right? I I would say Shaquille O'Neal's hand yeah. is like the size of Maury's torso. Right. Do you ever see that picture of Shaq's toes on TV when he took his shoes and socks off? No. No. It looks like he. You know what? Like imagine. Like a human head is no, his big toe? No, like a looks dinosaur like, foot. Yeah, it looks like something at a Lord of the Rings. Like it looks like it, it, it looks like his feet. He has the feet of somebody who climbed Mordor barefoot. <laughs> he really does. Boy, you could probably you could probably sleep in one of Shaq's shoes. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, right? just, just tuck you in for the night. <laughs> Yeah. Like, good night, good night, boy. Have a sleep. Yeah, no, uh, no, for real, for, for real. You could, like, if you fell, if you, if you were falling, you could hang on to one of his toes, like, like off the side of a cliff. Off the side of a cliff, you, re- you really could. Yeah, it's that big. Like oh his toes. God. It's honestly, look at you. Have to if you have a phone with Those you right nails. now and you're not driving. Google Shaq's uh, Shaq's toes because he was doing this. Uh, he, was, he was commentating on basketball on one of those networks, and uh, he took his shoes and socks off. And it, it's it's lit. It, it is unbelievable what this man's feet look like. Oh my god! It what? looks like what you would look feet would look like if your entire life you had to jam them into things that were too small. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I have to ask you this. I saw on your Instagram you were singing, and you're a really good singer. What is your shower song? What do you sing in the shower? Well, I like to go to all my white boy classes. But since I'm here in Canada, I'm going to hit you with this. Oh, Canada, we stand on God for thee. I didn't want to sing the whole song. <laughs> wow. And things got heated between Shaq and Dan Mori. Shaquille O'Neal, dude, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I've been knowing you for a while, and I'm not going to honor your email request of me feeding you donuts. Don't ever ask me that again. Don't ever email that again. Don't ever take a picture of it again. It's not going to happen today. Dude, I want to, because I thought it'd be funny if you fed me a donut. I said I'm not going to do it, so stop asking. Part two is I was going to sit on your lap. No, you can't sit on my lap either. And don't ever, ever send me a request of me feeding you donuts or sitting on my lap. It's not going to happen. All right, since you are an owner of Krispy Kreme and an ambassador of Krispy Kreme, I have prepared for you some donut jokes. All right. What kind of donut can fly? Tell me. A plain one. Get it? Plain? That's pretty good. Ha, ha, ha. That's, that's good. <laughs> why did the baker stop making donuts? Tell me why. He was fed up with the whole business. That's really good. I like that one. All right. Um, why did the donut go to the dentist? <laughs> Tell me why. It needed a chocolate filling. Boo. That one's terrible. Boo. Dude, it was so good to see you again. Thank you. Wow, who's the publicist giving you lip in the background? <laughs> Last one. Thank Last you. One. Look okay, at this picture of Shaq's toes. Thanks. Look at this picture. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Hey, rainbow yesterday. Did you see that rainbow over the city yesterday? Was it a double rainbow? Wait, yeah, oh it was. Yeah, no, yeah, it no, was. There was a lot. There's lots of pictures of the double rainbow last night. How did I miss yeah, this? Yeah, but also no rain, which I was freaked out about. Hold on, what? Yeah, because apparently you can have a rainbow with no rain. How? I don't know. It's called a rainbow. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know exactly. Or so maybe what? like. It was I just don't know. A, a bow, a colorful bow. I don't know. So I've been sitting here trying to f- figure out how you can have a rainbow with no rain. Um, but yeah, you you can actually have a rainbow with no rain because I think it just that, gases. No, because I think that what wound up happening was that maybe it had rained like far away, and then the wind was blowing, and so there was still so, a lot of <laughs> so rain. the wind blew the rainbow in. Yeah, the wind, but there's still like I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a rainbow expert. <laughs> But I know that this rainbow over the city yesterday, and if you were in the right spot, you could see where it started and then where it hooked over the entire city. What? And then, yeah, it was an incredible rainbow. I've never freaked out over a rainbow. But, but everyone uh, posted pictures of this it thing. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Well, let me see. Like on IG? Google, yeah, Toronto rainbow. Oh, and then a lot of people, depending on where they were, they saw double rainbow. Oh my god. But you god. can never go to the end of the rainbow to see if there actually is a pop. double rainbow. Oh my god. It's a double rainbow all the way. Whoa. That's so intense. Whoa. Man. Whoa. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, t- oh my god. Whoa. Oh. Wow. Oh my god, look at that. It's starting to even look like a triple rainbow. <laughs> oh man, that guy that guy just captured the hearts of everybody. Huh? Yeah, that, totally. that, that still may be one of the most pure viral videos that we've ever been uh, graced totally. with. Just uh, somebody so excited for a rainbow. So Yeah, go on uh, IG or on Twitter and Google Toronto or uh, just search Toronto Rainbow and you'll be surprised. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah look at this. It was, every, it was everywhere Beautiful. yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like straight out of a movie, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, I, like, like I'm sitting here talking about a rainbow every time I see one. No. This was an exceptional rainbow. Wow, it really does look like a double rainbow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How is this even real, dude? Yeah. No, it's beautiful, though. And in my neighborhood, you can see it real well. So did anyone see, like, the end? Like, did it... If it was, like, so perfectly over the city... Yeah. Obviously, the rainbow had a beginning and an, and an, and an yeah. end. But but it's not like you can walk down the street and you look at the sidewalk and you see the beginning of the rainbow. It doesn't Why work. Why not? Because it doesn't work Why that way. I don't know way. how the beginning and an end of a rainbow is. Have you ever seen the beginning of... No, it doesn't work that way. Never. No, you can't find the beginning of a rainbow. I'm sure you can. Somewhere in the city, the rainbow started. Yeah, not but not like there. It's not like it's not you know in your yard <laughs> where your dog won't go pee because it's terrified of like all the, multi-colored the, the multicolored mist in the backyard. <laughs> it's Ron Zamoka. Welcome to the show, Sean. What's going on? All right, so it was raining in the sky and it never hit the ground, which is why we had a rainbow. Hold on, what? What do you mean it was raining yeah. in the sky? Maury honestly so- just passed out and fell off his chair. <laughs> <laughs> is that I, why I know, hole right away? <laughs> I know rain falls from the sky. Okay, but it so has rain to, has to so rain has to be a certain weight before it actually hits the ground. Otherwise, with the updrafts, when it's raining, 
we don't actually see it raining right away. It starts to fall and gets bounced back up until it reaches a, a certain weight before it actually before we actually see it on the ground. Okay, Sean, hold on one second. Maury, can you please come in here and explain uh, rain to this idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Did this just happen? I'm just, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Sean. Okay, go ahead. Damn it, Maury. Okay, am I explaining what he's trying to say? No, or he, just rain ex- in general. Explain rain, because obviously Sean is delusional. Okay, picture a shopping bag full of water. Thank you. Now poke a hole in exactly. it. Exactly. The water falls down. Go on. And then it hits the ground. Yep. Then the the I guess shopping bag empties of Correct. the water. That is your cloud. That is your rain. Exactly. You get it now, Sean? Not really. Okay. <laughs> 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 you, you weren't picturing Google this, man. It's real. Uh, okay, okay, Maury, maybe um, I understand why he could be confused. Instead of shopping bag, let's say garbage bag. Fair enough. Okay. Black garbage bag. Thank you. Okay, fill that with water. So now this is a thunderstorm is what you're yes, saying. Yes, sir. Okay, so put oh, five holes in the, in the garbage bag. Yep. Rain comes out of the garbage bag, mm-hmm. hits the ground. Breach. Yeah, empties. Yep. There's your rain. Now explain thunder. Okay, so take... Um, while you're emptying the garbage bag, take two garbage bin lids, bang them together. No, but that explained thunder, not oh. recreate thunder for the purposes <laughs> of a children's junior high play. Okay, so you have two garbage bags full of water. Those are your two clouds. Okay. Right, yeah. yeah. And then wind pushes them together. The, the clouds banging together is what thunder is. Thank you. you, really? get it? you get it? Can we follow up with lightning? No, Sean, we're still working on thunder here. Do you understand now what causes thunder and it is, in fact, two clouds bumping into each other? <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Whoops, sorry. Whoops, sorry. All right. You get it now? I guess so. Okay. Thanks, Sean. See you guys. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, So summer's been going great. We just had a little bit of time off. We're on vacation. Yeah, man. As everybody should. So stop harassing me on social media. Getting fat and stuff. Yeah. I tried. I really did try. Yeah. I was like, because I I just I did a whole bunch. I was in I was in Mexico for a while and then we were at the cottage. And I really just drank and ate everything that was gonna make me fat. Sure. I wanted I wanted because I used to have a much bigger belly than I do now, just from being bloated and everything else. Oh yeah. There was uh one point I drank and ate so much that was just the wrong stuff to just eat and drink for the amount of time that I did. I went to bed one night and I woke up the next morning and I was so bloated yeah. that I had, you know, sometimes when you get a line on your face from the pillow, yeah. like an indent, <laughs> right? Because it was so bloated. Yeah. So I had a line that went from my hairline down over my eye, down to my cheek and then down to my beard. Like it looked like somebody had hit me with an ax when I was young. <laughs> Scarface for real. Right? That line when I woke up was still on my face at dinner. Oh, no. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. your body trying to tell you something. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. More like, alcohol. Like, look at me. <laughs> look at what you're doing to me. Oh, I was so bloated. It felt so great. It just felt great. I put socks on today for the first time, and I was like, ugh, I hate life. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Whatever, man. It's summertime, yeah. right? No, I know. Do your thing. Live your life. I know. Damn it, Maury's here. How are you, Damn it, Maury? Good. Yeah. I had hot dogs every day while we were away. You had hot dogs every day. Every single oh, I day. Like that. Was and it when as you should. When your husband Matthew was still at work? No, we were both off. We both oh. craved because when you go to the beach, what's the one thing you crave? Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
sure. Okay. Yeah. Right? Cool. No. And one day we both had okay. two sangrias just, each. Uh, do, do we want to? Do I want to get into the psychology of why you crave hot dogs at the beach? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why you say there's something. You know, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Your father might be listening right Can now. Can I just Let's say, there, in road. any other world, if you're with your partner and you're on the beach, so and I'm saying partner, he's your husband. When you're yeah. with your well, because partner, because husband, wife, whatever it may be, if you're on the beach sure. and you looking at another good-looking person, yeah. in any other world, if they're like, oh, look at that, oh, wow, look at that, can you imagine? You'd be broken up by now. Can you imagine what? I'm not, yeah. Like, if you were with <laughs> Catherine and you were on the beach and she's like, oh, but he's he would, so hot, look at him. Yeah. You would be never, like, you, she would never say that. What are you getting at? Because I'm with Matthew and like guys would walk by and he's like, oh, wow, look at that. And I'm like, but you have this. He's like, I know, I'll always come home to you. But I'm he like, has what? Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he wants can a hot believe, dog? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Maury just pulled the. But you have all yeah. this. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Something that you posted on Instagram, Roz, while you were on vacation in Mexico, mm. had me rolling. Rolling. Was, was uh, the video of you explain the zip biking. Oh. The zip line biking Jesus. thing, and then you crashed. And okay. the person in front of you. Okay. <laughs> so, oh God. So, Listen, you put on IG. I know. So it's out there. I, I know, but it's and it it's got a, like thousands and thousands I, of views and likes. Yeah. So. Okay. I was just I was a distracted driver while zip biking, and I rear-ended somebody. Now let me break this down for you. Okay. So zip biking is sort of like zip lining, but only you sit on a bike. Yeah. Like it's you sit on a bike and your feet are way out in front of you and you pedal and you're suspended from a cable above you and it goes all through the jungle. Okay. And it's really wild. Like it's really beautiful and you're just zip biking all through the jungle. So how long is the course well, from end to end? Some jabroni in front of us wasn't strong enough to get up the hilly part so it took longer than it should have. <laughs> <laughs> Miss leg day, huh? Thank you, yes. Uh, but okay, so I'm there with a helmet on, um, blue shorts, no shirt, and I'm the guy that has that waterproof phone case around his neck. <laughs> wow, you're on, like a real tur- on vacation, tourist, huh? Right, yeah. So I'm the guy that has that the, the, thing, the thing around my neck, the pouch for my, the water, waterproof pouch for my phone. So I'm sitting there, and it's very difficult. You know me and the phone anyway, right? Yeah, I, you're I'm, a mess. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mess the best of times. <laughs> So I'm trying to manipulate the phone uh, to get it to take a video of like Catherine and Roxy who like are behind a 90-year-old me, trying to figure out the internet. And it's impossible, right? <laughs> so I finally get it going and I'm very proud of myself and uh, I'm just sitting there taking pictures every, I'm just like taking video everywhere. And then I, and keep in mind, we're going about, I'm going to say an eighth of a kilometer an hour, right? Like we're not going fast at all. Super slow. Yeah. And there's, and you can see directly, everybody is on the same cable and you can uh, see clearly who's in front of you. But I was distracted and I rear-ended the woman in front of me. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming and I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I can't tell you how many times I watched that video on repeat because of how you said sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming and I'm... (laughs) Somebody had said that this may be the most Canadian on vacation video that they've ever seen in their life. (laughs) For the amount of times that I say... So polite! Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming. (laughs) (laughs) So polite, right? So polite. Oh, my God. 
Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming. And, I'm <laughs> <laughs> and you know what my reaction would have been if somebody re-rented me, right? Oh! oh. Yeah. What are you doing on oh. your phone? Oh. This already isn't the safest thing to do in the world. And then later that night, I re-rented somebody while driving a Jeep, too. No! Yeah, I did. I was re-renting everybody on vacation. <laughs> oh, did, did this happen? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, just as a treat for you, Roz, and for everybody else, I pr- uh, oh, put together the uh, no. Sorry, 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 Sorry remix. <laughs> Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming. I'm... Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm filming. I'm... Sorry, 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 my face. <laughs> oh, it won't happen again. What? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and I guess for everybody else as well. We'll open this up. You ever broken up with somebody or you've ever been dumped where as the breakup is happening or shortly thereafter, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I want all my stuff back. And that includes the things I bought you. Oh, man. Well, you just want it back. Right? You want all the nice things that you ever did for that person back. You don't yeah. want them to have it anymore. No, why, why do they deserve it? You just want, and it's not necessarily about hurting them. It's about no. principle. Principle of the thing. And a woman on Reddit named Shelby posted that she dumped her boyfriend. And I don't know why. I don't know how. But after he dumped her, hmm. he took her toilet. <laughs> Or after she dumped him. Hold on. After she dumped him. She dumped him, yeah. and then he stole her toilet? And then he, stole, he took of the toilet. Things? Yeah. It was I, like a special I, toilet? I don't know why. Or just to be savage. I don't know why. It may just be to be savage. I have no idea. Hey, Shelby, what's going on? It's Razamoka. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You good. got a new toilet yet, or what? <laughs> yeah, I got one yesterday. So, how'd your boyfriend... <laughs> uh, we've been talking about this, which is, you know, in relationships, sometimes when people break up, they want their stuff back, or they want that one gift back. Back. Um, and your story blew up because uh, your ex stole your toilet. <laughs> How did he steal your toilet? And why did he steal your toilet, of all things? He had replaced it when it broke a few months ago, even though we could have got the landlords to do it for free. And so as soon as I broke up with him, the first thing he said was, I'm taking the toilet. And, uh, <laughs> and did you just think he was joking? I really did. I didn't take that seriously. I thought... I mean, he was drunk at the time. I just thought he was being an idiot. <laughs> so you broke up, and then what happened? Did he, like, come into your house when you weren't there and stole your toilet? He was at my apartment when this happened, and he was drunk. I didn't want him driving home. So I told him, you need to be gone in the morning. I left, uh, went out and had kind of a crazy night with my friends, and uh, came back home and crashed really hard. And... <laughs> Somehow slept through that. Wow. So hold on. So the night that you broke up, you just immediately went out with your girls and just got super turned up. Well, after arguing with uh, him for about okay. two hours, yeah. Why? Why did you guys break up? Um, all he ever wanted to do was play Xbox and drink beer, and I mean, I'm all about that, but that 
it can't be your whole life. Yeah, right. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he so he came over and got drunk, and you broke up with him while he was over and drunk. Uh, but you still have a heart and didn't want him driving home drunk alone. So you let him crash while you went out and got turned up with your girls. At what point, exactly. at what point did he wake up and steal your toilet? Um, he woke up at about 5 a.m., I would say. And that's about the same time I got home. Oh, wow. And yeah. at what point did you realize that you were missing a toilet? Like, did you see him physically take the toilet out? Or did you kind of wake up during the day and be like, oh, man, I really got to pee. And then... You the toilet and it wasn't there. That was it. I woke up and I went in there and I was like, oh my God, so <laughs> you really did it. Do you have a second bathroom that you could use or no? No, I don't. So I had to go down the street to Taco Bell oh, <laughs> every time I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was it like every single time you walked into that Taco Bell, the employees looked at you and were like, oh, hey, Shelby. No, they didn't even, I mean, I don't know if they didn't care or if they didn't notice, but they didn't say anything about now, it. Now, did did you have to buy something at Taco Bell to go? Because that could be a problem. No. <laughs> that would have been a problem. Right. That's how they get repeat customers at Taco so Bell. now you have a new toilet, correct? Yes. Okay. And have you been in contact with your ex since you broke up and he stole the toilet from your apartment? I have not. And I really wow. don't plan on it. Has no. he, like, tried getting in touch with you at all? Like, has he tried to text you and be like, baby, I'm sorry, take me back? No, I think he knows that he burnt that bridge. Yeah, wow. burnt that bridge and stole that toilet. Okay, so uh, yeah. <laughs> while while we have you here, because he just wanted to drink beer and play Xbox, so you dumped him. Uh, while you're on with us, uh, what are you looking for in a man? I mean, I need somebody with a little ambition, uh, goals. <laughs> and I mean, I'm all about having fun and drinking beer, but like I said, that can't be your whole life. I would say that somebody who has this sort of um, wherewithal to wake up while probably still a little bit buzzed and undo somebody's toilet and get it out of an apartment without waking them up may be reason enough to take the guy back. <laughs> Super <laughs> stealth. Right? <laughs> uh, hey, Shelby, we appreciate oh your time. God. Thanks so much for sharing your story on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I know we've done this debate before but it's worth bringing back up again which is how people pronounce certain foods okay because in my head i have a way that i pronounce all of these but as soon as you give me the option i start questioning my own self on how i pronounce certain things we've had this debate before a word like onion where regular people say onion and Roz, you say well stop it I, i it's onion right no, no, not it's onion. not. No, it's what is it? On- onion. onion. Okay, okay. I'm, I might be alone on that island. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on this list. You're alone on the Onion Island. Yeah. Okay. It's not on my list. Let me see. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Onion Island. Population <laughs> Roz. I don't know why I say it like that. Onion. Neither. I don't know why. And you know, it's only been in like the last couple of years where anybody has ever called me out on it. Really? Yeah. It's been I, your whole life? My whole life. I've never well, pronounced said what do you, it. First. What, do you, what do you think? I'm like, I'm like 32. I decide I'm going to pronounce <laughs> onion differently. <laughs> like for some weird reason to be cool. Maybe. Just a mess of people. No. Okay. Like, was it not your grandmother that maybe said it wrong? My grandmother? Or your great-great-grandmother? No, like, my, it had to come from somewhere. No, my, uh, my grandmother was good for uh, Newfie jokes and uh, <laughs> uh, 
questionable uh, um, uh, racism. <laughs> Um, but not not in any sort of like I think everybody's grandmother. Is yeah, you know what I mean. Like she that. she had that she had that thing, but not not it, it was never meant in any sort of derogatory way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and my grandfather was the was good for telling me when I was a child that uh, what what your belly button was for, which was that uh, he said that it's where you put the sugar uh, when you're lying in bed eating rhubarb, so you can so you can dip it. And so for there was a good part of my life there was a good part of my life that I thought the belly button was the salt hole or the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> or the sugar hole or whatever you put on rhubarb. I'm not oh sure. So those are my grandparents. Um, okay, okay, so do you say uh, pecan or pecan? Pecan. Pe- or pecan. I say pecan. You say pecan? Yeah, like a pecan pie. Yeah. No, no, but it's a pecan pie. You say pecan? I've never heard you say pecan. <laughs> when I'm ordering a slice of pie, I go, can I get a pecan pie slice? Really? Yeah, all, always. But okay, but, like, make it in the individual though, okay? Oh, L- can we go and get a bag of a pecan? A bag of a pecan? <laughs> You've never <laughs> said that. There's Stop. all sorts of wrong oh. in that sentence yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't so think, anyway, I think you're making that up. Anyway, 62% of people say that they do say uh, pecan. Oh, it's pecan. 62% pecan, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the, the classic, is it uh, caramel or caramel? Oh, caramel. Yes, I agree with you on I that. I know a guy who always says caramel. And yeah, he, and, oh, and he knows it gets under my skin. Yeah, it does, right? It's caramel. Yeah. It's caramel. Yeah, and then we can go and buy a giant bag of pecan. <laughs> um, is it uh, is it mayonnaise or mayonnaise? It's mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. You say mayonnaise. that right? What do you Ma- say, Morty? Mayonnaise. What is that? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. See, I say mayonnaise. You say what? Mayonnaise. Like something like, you would rub on a man? Like uh, mayonnaise? Like, yeah. Like man, M A N A I S E, I guess it man-a's? would be. Yeah, mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? You know? Uh, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, you don't say mayonnaise? No, I say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Yeah. I've never said it like that. Like, you use three syllables when you say mayonnaise. it. Mayonnaise. But yeah. if you take out the A's part, is it not just mayo? No, but we're, yeah, but it's mayonnaise, though. I've never said Four. mayonnaise. To me, that's too fancy. Uh, do you say uh, uh, almond or almond? Do you pronounce the L? I don't know anybody who says almond. No? Almond. 79% of people say almond. Do pronounce the L. No, it's almond. No way. Y'all are idiots to say it like that. Almond. Almond. Uh, Do you say uh, apricot or apricot? Apricot. 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 64% of people say apricot. And uh, um, bagel or bagel? This one drives me mental. How do you say it, Maury? It's bagel, but I know people that say boggle or bagel or boggle or whatever, and it drives me nuts. Bagel. No, it's bagel. bagel. Yeah, it's not. It's bagel. No, it's not. Bagel? Yeah. Like a bag. Yeah. And then, oh, bagel. Yeah. No, it's not. not. I've yes. been to Israel where they were invented, and we say bagel. No, you don't. They say bagel. No, they do not. Yes, they bag, do. like I'm a just, bag. I'm just roasting Maury. Just oh. chill out The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, it's the uh, 15th anniversary of the blackout. The blackout? Yeah, the blackout. The that Toronto hit, blackout. Like, the Toronto oh, and, well, New York man. and everything. That All that all that entire area. It was uh, They're holding parties ago. today here. What do you mean? What do you do for a blackout party? I guess you, you shut off the lights. Really? No, but listen, if you're going to do a proper party, you got to shut everything off. Yeah, but it was lights, so hot. Like no music. Everything. yeah. No AC. And most of my friends, most of my friends didn't have cell phones then. Yeah, no cell phones. Yeah. 
No, you, no, they, no, they didn't nothing. have them. Like nothing. my, I, like when the home line went down, like you were just so what's up? You're literally in the dark. <laughs> literally, yeah. But it was so hot. Do you remember how hot it was, dude? It was. It was. I remember we went to a restaurant because I was working here at the time. Yeah. And we went to a restaurant up the street, and they were serving beer, and as much food as possible. Eventually, they just started giving away food because. Yeah. Refrigerators weren't working. The fridges weren't working. And then, like, you know, how do you pay if you didn't have cash on you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, I thought I caused the blackout. How did you think you caused the blackout? I'll never forget this. I was putting in a VHS of an adult movie, and the minute I hit play, <laughs> the power went out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Were you living alone? I was living alone oh, in Bathurst and Lawrence, and right. I remember hitting play on the VHS, yeah. and boom, and everything it, went out. <laughs> so what did you do? I like panicked. I'm like, oh no, what did I do? What did I do? Because I thought it was just like my building or something. Right. And then when I realized it was like there were streetcars and everything just dead in the. And you, I'm like, you immediately thought your whole building as opposed to just your apartment or that one outlet? <laughs> Caused an entire Eastern blackout. Right. East Coast blackout. Yeah, it's crazy. And it, it took, I remember it taking a while to figure out how large the blackout was. Yeah. Because you didn't have like we were all huddled around the radio and stuff. Like it was, yeah. it was. I had I had one the sort of battery powered radio yeah. in the house and the for emergencies. Was lit. The city was literally black. Yeah. Like once that sun went down. Yeah. Holy cow! I remember. I'll never forget this picture. I'm. You know. I'm pretty sure I still have the newspaper at home. But the Toronto Sun, mm-hmm. like the next day or a couple days later, yeah. had uh, a picture of the skyline as the sun was setting. So you have this beautiful kind of orange sky. Yeah. And you see it like a silhouette of the Toronto skyline, but everything is black. Yeah. That was the Toronto Star because I have the oh, Toronto, Toronto Sun because I have the Toronto Sun one, and all they did their whole cover was just black boobs. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, you're right, you're right. I remember that now. It wasn't the day before was boobs. And then that one was just the whole <laughs> black. Anyway, it's 15 years, 2003, man. Wow. This is the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Did you see this Sam Smith thing? Where Sam, s- Sam Smith is getting killed uh, yeah, for saying it. that he doesn't like Michael Jackson? I saw it yesterday, and I don't know, man. Listen, just like who you like, don't like who you don't like. The guy's got an opinion. I don't think he should have been dragged the way he did. He really got dragged. So you have the clip. Here's the clip of what's... Yeah, go for it, Maureen. Yeah. The other question, too, is because this was just... They were on a boat with Adam Lambert. Yeah. The other thing is, should Adam Lambert have released a recording of the two of them hanging out where he said that? That's the other question, too. Everything's up for grabs. Everything's up for grabs. I don't think... Adam Lambert didn't do it, like, out of spite. He just... He was taking videos yeah. all day of their of their excursion, right? Well, so yeah. he was just like putting up videos. It was somebody else who noticed that Sam Smith said this. I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. Oh. So right. I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. Oh. I don't so, like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. Right. And then I guess the the reaction that uh, that really kicked it all off was. Um, somebody named Stephanie Mills. Who's Stephanie Mills? Should I know who that is at all? No, no I have I no idea. So. Uh, she said, don't come for Michael Jackson when you wish you have sold as many records and you wish you were the God. king of pop like he was. I'm so tired of you people uh, studying our music and studying our artists and claiming that you don't like our music. By the way, I believe this is the song that was playing in the background when Sam Smith said what he said. 
Human Nature, one of my favorite MJ songs. When you can sell as many records as the King of Pop, Michael Jackson, then maybe you can say something. So I say to you, Mr. Smith, have several seats and come for me if you want. Stephanie Mills is a Broadway star. Okay. But what's wrong with saying you don't like somebody? I know. Like, well, that's the world we live in now. You totally. realize that, right? You realize you can't even you I'm can't even like, say that you don't like Michael Jackson. He and, he, and in that clip, and I don't know, he didn't say anything else other than oh, I don't here. I don't like Michael Jackson, but I like this song. Yeah, I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. Oh. Right? What is wrong with that? You can't Absolutely even nothing. say anymore. And I was that going you through those tweets, and people were saying some really mean and yes. hateful things to Sam Smith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I listen. I'm a yeah. big MJ fan, but if you're not an MJ fan, I'm not going to cancel you like that. Also, we got a glimpse into Sam Smith's sort of personal time on a boat. It wasn't like he said that at a concert or something like that. It's just he was in his doesn't, personal doesn't life. He could say it on stage. Sure, he That's could say opinion. he could say I, I don't really like man. Michael Jackson, but I like this song and play a Michael Jackson song, yeah. and that should be okay. You're allowed to not like, like nobody, something. Okay, nobody would react that way if. Sam Smith on that video said if a Kanye song was playing in the background and said I don't like Kanye West but I, I like this song what Nobody if he didn't even it. add in the part but I like this song what if Sam Smith just said I it's don't totally like Michael Jackson that's what I'm saying he didn't have to say but we, I like this song no we are slowly moving into a world where any sort of negativity or perceived negativity and, 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 and I don't even think that he was being negative to just say that he doesn't like Michael Jackson you're allowed to not like Michael Jackson there's actually quite a bit to not like about Michael Jackson but to say that you are somehow a bad person yeah <laughs> for saying that you don't like something that is where we are that is the, the, the space that we all occupy is that you are no longer allowed to say that you don't like something. I said, we said on this show, and then I said it on ET Canada when that new Christina Aguilera song came out. I said I didn't like the song. And I got dragged oh, because for, it was a terrible song. for three days. Oh, God, and and three days. like vile things were said to me. And then people went on social media and found Catherine's social media and said <gasps> vile things to her and were finding oh, pictures of Roxy <gasps> and posting under pictures of Roxy telling them how horrible her father was. Oh, my God. Right? And like, I hope that when she grows up, she realizes how much of a misogynist, you know, this, oh, this, this, and this God. that her dad because was. Because you said you didn't like a song. Because I said I didn't like a song. Yo, y'all fans need to chill. Right? Fans need to chill. But you're not allowed to say anything negative anymore you're not allowed to say that you don't like something if you don't like something you have to keep your mouth shut hi it's ron zamoka what's up hi how are you good how are you good i love you guys in the morning i can never listen to anybody else but you guys ah oh, well we love that um but i was just calling in for the whole michael jackson sam smith thing yeah uh. i'm not a fan of michael jackson either and i don't see what the big deal is right i mean i love drake and eminem and i'm sure people hate me for that but yeah. you know what as every fan has their opinion, and I don't see why they have to troll on Sam Smith for not liking Michael Jackson. Like, if somebody said to you, hey, oh, by the way, what's your name? My name is Kathy. Kathy, okay, so if somebody said to you, hey, Kathy, I hate Drake or I hate Eminem, you're not going to be, like, super offended and be all up in their business, like... No, it's not like it's my brother or sister. I could care less if you don't like them. That's fine. I love them. Good for you. You have different taste in music. So do I. Yeah, I feel but, real bad but, for for Sam Smith. But man. people will jump on it and like what you know what what Stephanie Mills said uh, in response to Sam Smith 
was it was she turned it into a race thing. Yeah. You know, this was, you know, him, Sam Smith coming down on somebody who is, you know, black and deserving. And and it became about race. And then most things become about race now in the world. That's that's unfortunate. You know, that's I could I could understand, you know, you putting up an argument or or really getting your back up if Sam Smith had said that Michael Jackson wasn't talented. You know, then you could come at, you know, you, hey, listen, we got to we can work through this together here. Yeah. You know, you you lay out exactly what, what then you think is talent. And then I'll give my case for Michael Jackson. That's fine. But what he said was, I don't like him, which is which is fine to <laughs> say. Fine. Yeah. He said nothing about talent. He said nothing about legacy. If Sam Smith had said, God, I don't know how Michael Jackson got so popular. You could even make a case against that. Sure. But you can't yeah. you can't come at somebody for saying that they don't like something. And the whole thing with getting your daughter involved, I'm sorry. Like, that's just... I have two little girls and another one on the way. Yeah. If anybody ever came after my kids for something that I believed in, it would be over. Oh, it's just stupid. And it's... it's they're they're faceless morons, you know, who who do this stuff. Um, you know, those on, are the type the, of fans that I personally would not want. Yeah, and it's really quite shocking. And I often wonder if people like Christina Aguilera or if people like, uh, you know, a lot of these other artists, if they know what their fans do in their name. Yeah. What they do and yeah. what they say what they and how do. they treat other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's because it is really quite shocking to be sort of on the receiving end of uh, of that is uh, and it ruined my weekend when it happened. You yeah. know, because it, it's terrible. Yeah, and 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 you just wonder like, what the hell is going on? Like, you can't it's, say that you don't like something anymore. You just can't. I know it's unfortunate. Yeah, because you're 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 a, you're a bad person, or or the easy answer for everything is that you're racist, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. That's the yeah. easy way out. Yeah, yeah, and that's what happened with Sam Smith. Yeah, because it's very difficult. Then you know it's very easy for Sam Smith to say I don't like Michael Jackson, but as soon as somebody calls you racist, well, hold on now. That's a very difficult thing to defend. Yeah, you know. Now I I'm the one that has to put in all the work to try and defend over the fact that because I said I don't like Michael Jackson, I'm also not a racist. That's yeah. very difficult to do. That's a, it's a lot of work that I have to put in this now because it's a big accusation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much. Anytime. Thank you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, today is Scotch and Whiskey Day. Today is uh, Take Your Houseplant for a Walk Day. Maury, we're going for a walk later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there a description for Take Your uh, Yeah, houseplant? the idea behind this day is to celebrate plants and to acquaint plants with their immediate environment, which is supposed to be healthy for them. I'm all for that, man. I ain't got no problem with that. I like plants. What if, uh, like, what if you have like... You're growing weed at home. <laughs> no, not those. Can't, can't not yet. A couple can't months. Take, October 17th, you yeah. can take that plan for a yeah. walk. A couple months. Until then, right. you got to leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, walk on stilts day is today. <laughs> uh, National creme brulee day is today. I don't like creme brulee. No? Isn't no, it egg? Uh, it's, yeah, it's gross. It feels bad on my tongue. Uh, bagpipe appreciation day as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on today. Damn. Jeez, I'm going to get drunk on have you Scotch ever day. On stilts? Uh, I have. Really? Yes. Because you're already like 6'9 or something. We had, uh, my brother owned, I don't know why. I don't know why he owned them, but he owned, have you ever seen what painters wear on their feet when they're painting a ceiling? Oh, it's attached oh, yeah. to their Where it's just attached to their feet. No, literally, they're not even attached to it. It's, oh. like, you, it's like your calf and your foot. Oh, it yeah. straps around your calf and you just stand on these platforms and they make you an extra like three feet tall and they're adjustable. Yeah. So we had those at home forever. What does it feel like to be taller? Wait, but 
Were you guys doing like mm. any renovations? No, at I think he was just it was part of a Halloween costume that he was doing. Oh, he's okay. like he makes all these costumes. Uh, oh, like as an adult? Yeah, as an adult. Them. This oh. is like I'm talking a year and a half ago. Oh. That I them. <laughs> <laughs> and did you wear them? Yeah, I tried them. They're and very difficult. Very difficult. I would have always wanted to try stilts because I'm a short guy, right? right? So I always wanted to know what it feels like to be taller for a it's, moment. First of all, Maury, there's no greater feeling in the world than being taller than the people around you. I'll I tell imagine. you that. Okay. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. That's a complete lie. And I'm going to send the wrong message to. Is it because you always get to look down on people? No, no, no. I'm going to send the wrong message to kids if I say that. Let me. Can I rephrase that and let me say the right the right message? Okay, because I do feel bad. I don't want to. I don't want to send the wrong message to kids. So the right message. What I was going to say was there is no greater feeling in the world than being taller than everybody around you and good looking. God, that's the right (laughs) message that you want to send to kids. Understood. (laughs) Understood. (laughs) Uh, uh, but no, being tall. Sometimes I will pick up Catherine and I'll show her what the world looks like Can from you my do height. That for me, what do you mean? Pick her up? Like, like put your hand under her shoulder? Like, yeah, like she's picking up a baby? <laughs> no, yeah, like put her on my hip. Like I'll pick up Catherine and put her on my hip. Like she's what a baby. Did she say? She's a baby. She gets freaked out because she can see like the top of the hood fan over the oven and how dirty it is. <laughs> and the the shelf where we keep the mugs. She's like, oh my god, I can actually see how many mugs are on that oh shelf. Oh my god, like it's a, it's a weird thing. Can I experience this? No, Maury, I'm not putting can you, you on. Can you lift my... me? up for one moment no even if i wanted to maury i don't think i have the physical strength let's try no mocha I'm... say not it what's mocha gonna do lift you up and be the same height <laughs> <laughs> you two are the same height no i'm way taller than maury okay oh, like by an inch no i'm closer to your height than i am to this Maury's has to height. happen no, i want you're not listen there's a couple of tall dudes in here man <laughs> uh, yeah the ross and mocha show podcast Bieber and Haley Baldwin still in Stratford. They're out there eating ice cream on the oh, weekend. Were they? Yeah, man. The last I saw, they were both crying together in New York or something like that when I was on vacation. And I, he I, was crying and she was consoling No, him. and then she was crying too. No. And then he was consoling her. <gasps> young love, man, man. It hurts. They made for each other. It hurts, young love. I read that um, they were seen holding a, a marriage book. Excuse me? That's why. Hold on. I have the title here. And I think that's why they were crying or something. Because life is just so beautiful. Is that why? When's the last time you just sat and cried because life is just so GD beautiful, you know? Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. The book. Here. TMZ reports that the singer was holding a book titled The Meaning of Marriage, Facing the Complexities of Commitment with the Wisdom of God. Oh, God. So... I don't know if that's what was making them cry, but because yeah, because it's just so beautiful. They just look at each other and they're like, "God, we're so beautiful together." All look I know this. is that they're eating ice cream in Stratford and playing with a baby this. pig, a little piglet. Yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, what are they doing in Stratford? What, what business do they have up here? I mean, don't get me wrong. If I had a museum dedicated to myself, I would take every <laughs> I would take every woman I knew. <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> to, to that the Beaver can get. When is Acton, your hometown? Man, uh, I mean, they, they you have your own yeah, street named after you. That's true. And if I was, I'll, I'll tell you, man. If I was, uh, if I was single. Yeah. And I had that street named in, in named after me and acted the alley. Yeah. There would be so much action. I would be like I would just be there all the time. I would just <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have like security cameras set up to see what's guanin. Yeah. In that back alley that they named yeah, after you. No, I and it all it all makes sense now. It all it all really does make sense as to why they would be in Stratford. It's his new woman. They're so beautiful and in love and they just cry at each other all the time. Because everything, life is just so gorgeous. 
Right. <laughs> All right. So let's go through the things that we would put into the Ros Weston Museum in Acton. Like your scarves, for sure. Yeah, there'd be a do lot of... Do you still of, have uh, the very first scarf that you ever the, What do you mean? Purchased? Like when I was a child? <laughs> I don't know. Like a, like a Snoopy like, on it or something like, like that? Like this is like, you know, it would no. be on, on display and it would say this is the one that no. got Roz interested in scarves. No, I don't. I don't even know because they just sort of. I have. I don't really have like any any. Uh, I want to talk about scarves, Jesus. Your but I, I don't really have any like a favorite. If that, okay. I, I like them all equally. And Your if baby I lose, teeth? and if I lose one, it doesn't bother me. Right, because you have so many. More. I, I I had. Uh, I went to the closet the other day because I was looking for Roxy's bike helmet, and there are two baskets. You know the size of like a milk crate uh-huh. size thing. Now picture about double size of a milk crate, yeah. right? Like huge, like so a la- laundry baskets, yeah. like their size of laundry baskets in the top of the closet that are just full of scarves. Get out. Yeah. Hundreds <laughs> of them. See, so hundreds those of you could donate to yeah. the museum. And hundreds of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that would be in my museum. What your, else? What are your baby museum? teeth? My boo. God. <laughs> That's so Why would anybody want to look at somebody's baby teeth? <laughs> or a clipping of your hair that we can touch. No, I think that baby, I think that kind of stuff is like what happens when somebody's dead. Like I could not imagine imagine myself being alive going into a room where my teeth and hair are on display like that just does it seems so vile to me right like that's the kind of thing that like people would clamor for after somebody's passed on as crazy fans would but i don't think that you donate that stuff when you're alive that's weird that's very well, just weird. Because I assume people weird. want to pet your hair, right? So they can have no. a chance to like pet a piece of hair on a on a no, mannequin. No, like a like a <laughs> like a couple chicken wing bones because I really enjoy those. You know what I mean? Like like there wouldn't be there wouldn't be much. There really wouldn't be much. Uh, I don't have uh, I don't have a lot, but uh, but yeah, no. So my we're God. going to a museum to see scarves. Yeah, scarves. And <laughs> That's it. Yeah, maybe I'll give you one tooth. It'll be it'll be, it'll be a collection of scarves and one yeah, single and so one gross. single tooth. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Ashley. What's up, Ashley? Uh, I'm just calling. Oh, my God. I love you guys. I can't put them on the radio. Oh, we love you, too. <laughs> Why are you talking so quiet? You at work? Yeah, I am. Oh, you're not supposed to be on the phone? Uh, no, I am. That's oh, okay. Fine. What do you do for a living? I'm in accounting. Cool. Do you like what you do? Yeah. yeah, I do. How high can you count? Um, Probably higher than Do you mine. remember when that was the thing? Remember that? Like now you can just count. I can count to any number. You ask me the number. Are you given enough time? I can do that. I remember when I was a kid where I would ask somebody, how, yeah, well, how high can you count? <laughs> somebody would go, oh, geez, like, how do you know? <laughs> like, 89. I know I can do 100, but like what comes after that? Like you have to know where it goes. Like I think that once you get past 100, it starts tripping kids up. Anyway, uh, what's going on? I wanted to ask you as a question. Yeah. How high can I count? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, my fiance and I are getting married, and I wanted to ask you guys if you can be the MC at my wedding. No. <laughs> 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 Anything else? Well, uh, let me ask you this question because we get requests like this all the time about mm-hmm. having Roz and I to MC weddings. Why? Why do you want Roz and Mocha to MC your wedding? Um, because you guys are amazing. I really don't have any other reason. Like me and my fiance listen to you guys every other morning. My fiance and I. Um, uh, what is your? And that's bu- why you're not invited, Maury. What? Uh, what is your budget? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> Would you think it was for free? No, oh. of course not. Okay. No, we have definitely a budget before you guys, but... Yeah. Okay, well, you can bleep this, right, Mocha? Yeah, Just, yeah. just bleep it. Just bleep it, okay? Uh, right. Do you have Possibly. Okay. Now we're talking. 
Mm, <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. When's the date? What's the date? Uh, it's in 2020. Okay. September. You got a rich family or what? No. No. We're okay. Are you, you're in accounting. Are you stealing from the company you work for? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you can afford the payment? dollars to be the MC no, your wedding. We just really love you guys and we thought it would be a cool Aww. idea. Aww, well, we love, we love you, too. you too. Can I, I'll, I'll tell you what I tell everybody else that uh, usually asks me to, to uh, MC their wedding when I don't know them. Mm-hmm. I won't do or we won't do a better job than somebody who knows you as a couple. So, for example, you know, like your best friend or your fiance's best friend or somebody who really, really, really knows your relationship, who really knows the room, who really knows uh, your parents, maybe your siblings, his parents, his siblings. Uh, they have to really, really know your life as a couple. And I always say that that is the absolute best person uh, that would be able to do a good job at, at emceeing a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. I know I could do a better job than any of your friends. Oh, wow. Sing. Um, and we can so, we can so have this request. we can have this conversation if you have dollars. <laughs> okay, sounds good. She's like, I still didn't answer my question. No, no, no. I don't go to weddings anymore. I figured. Yeah, I'm, I done, I'm, I'm done with weddings. Thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So I don't know if you saw. Maury's brilliant idea on social media the other day. I don't follow Maury on any social media. Good account. for you. Oh, I don't even goodness. think we're friends. The only on reason Facebook, I bro. saw it is because I don't follow Maury either. But whenever he um, tweets something that he feels is brilliant, he screenshots it and sends it to me in a text. Oh, That's cool. how I see Maury's tweets. It's true. Is when you text them to me. Oh, <laughs> and I still don't click the link. <laughs> uh, good morning, Maury. Oh, hi. Okay, so Maury, uh, your great idea was what? So. We all love pizza. Yeah. But what we love more than regular pizza is cold pizza. Really? So I thought, how great would it be if there was a place you can go to where literally all you buy is day-old cold pizza? Right. Because I think it was amazing when I open my fridge and there's the box of pizzas there and it's cold. Sure. I love that. Yeah. I don't know. I prefer hot-ass pizza. Thank you. Uh, everybody does. Uh, so I don't of- mind a cold pizza, like a cold slice the next day. Yeah. I don't mind it, but given the choice... Hot pizza. Here's, people love cold pizza. Here is a uh, here's a, a sample of some of the people that weighed in on Maury's brilliant idea, and this says a lot about Maury's followers. So Jennifer says, "Yes, great idea." Somebody else said, "There you go again, another great idearer." <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can you read that one again? There you go again, another great idearer. <laughs> Ocean Lover 85 said, very true. Petted it. I imagine they, imagine they say patent it. Patent it. P-E-T-T-E-D. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Petted it. <laughs> These are all your potential customers for your cold pizza restaurant. Two. Um, so what Maury did was uh, he called Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. No, he did not. <laughs> what are you bothering a man like Kevin O'Leary? Dumbass. Why not? Listen, man, if you, can't, like if you can't bother Kevin O'Leary for a living, what good are you? Uh, so Kevin O'Leary, of course, uh, from Shark Tank. What does he call himself? Mr. Wonderful? Mr. Wonderful. Okay, so this is Mo- Damon Mori pitching his cold pizza restaurant uh, to Kevin O'Leary. Hey, Mr. Wonderful here. Who's speaking? Hey, dude, how are you? It's Maury from the Rosin Mocha Show. 
<laughs> How did you get this number? <laughs> I tweeted out something, a silly idea. We all love cold pizza. So what if we opened up a pizza joint where basically you're selling day-old cold pizza? You make the pizza, you put it in the fridge, and when people come in, they're buying the day before's cold pizza. Listen to me. This is a horrendous idea. More people like hot pizza, and the stuff uh -huh. they don't finish, they stick in the fridge, and then they look at it and say, ah, either I'll stick it in the toaster oven or I'll eat it cold. Sure. But I don't think it's the premise of the business. Right. It really, listen, this idea sucks. <laughs> This is going to be like all the other ideas you've passed on that have made so much money that you wished you had, you know, put some money behind. I mean, you know, imagine you cook the pizza, it's hot. Yeah. You're yeah. looking at it go cold. What are you, nuts? No one's going to want to buy that. They say, why can't I get a hot pizza from this cold pizza But people place? are going into coldza knowing that it's cold oh, pizza, knowing that what they're getting. Excuse me? It's called what? Coldza. Coldza. Yeah, coldza. <laughs> That's because the name of your cold pizza joint? Yeah, coldza. Cold because regular pizza places are called hotza. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you just call it cold pizza? No, coldza. So that way, you know, it's it's all there in one name. Coldza. Okay. And you're going to get four people a month going in there looking for scraps for free. Maury, honestly, I've given you enough of my time. See you later. <laughs> okay, so it's called what? It's coldza? Coldza. Right. C-O-L-D-Z-A. Okay, if you're just joining us, Maury's great idea is to open a pizza joint that only sells day-old cold pizza right from the fridge. So there would be ovens. You would cook the pizza. Yeah, in the back, we have ovens. And then you, you can't buy those. You can't buy those. <laughs> oh, no. no. You can buy what's in what's the fridge idea? from the day before. Hold on. This, this, this idea Right? So, yeah, thank you, Kevin O'Leary. Right? This yes. idea Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Colds. Uh, hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hi, this is Tori. Hi, Cory. How are you? Do you say Cory or Tori? How are you? Tori. Tori, what's going on? Um, I just needed to say that Maury's idea is the best idea ever, and it's something that every time I order pizza, I wish that I had. A cold pizza? I wish a cold pizza. I would order a cold pizza straight out of the fridge any day. So, like, you would walk into a place and order a slice of cold pizza? Just not just a slice, the whole thing. The whole thing? Yeah. So, That's let's weird, say man. if you wanted to order a pizza on a Friday, right, and you want to have this cold pizza on a Friday, do you order it on Thursday, put it in the fridge, and then eat it on Friday? No, I don't actually do that. I do enjoy hot pizza too, but I love, I look forward to cold pizza. Like, I look forward to not eating it all so I can so put it in the fridge and eat it the next day. So, you get your hot pizza on Friday, <laughs> you take a, a, a bite out of that slice, you're like, mmm, this hot pizza, it sucks. I can't wait for tomorrow? <laughs> no, I enjoy both, but I do make sure, like, if I order, a, you know, a medium-sized pizza, I'm not going to eat it all. It's in the fridge for the next day. I will say this. About 13 years ago, a friend of mine that lived down on Beaconsfield right by the Drake, uh -huh. um, French guy, Still really great friends with them. And he, he said to me 13 years ago, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become a millionaire. And I said, oh, yeah, how's that? And he goes, you know what uh, Queen Street West needs? And I go, what? And he goes, I'm going to open up Toronto's very first exclusive only sells poutine place. And I went, you're insane. <laughs> Don't tell me he did it. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. No. Everybody else did. Everybody <laughs> else did. Oh, Years later. There was no, no such thing as a poutine shop in Toronto. They didn't exist. And now they're everywhere. And now they're everywhere. Yeah. And so he let was, Maury live out his dream. Yeah. No. I, I'm still holding steady that nobody wants an only cold pizza yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tori. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to tell you a story of how my day went from amazing to an absolute S-storm in a matter of minutes. <laughs> oh, no. When? Yesterday? No, today. Oh, what happened? So, oh, man, I was on a great wave early in the morning. My alarm, I woke up before my alarm, oh, 10 minutes. yes. And at that moment, I decided, let me hop out of bed. I'm not going to take the 10 minutes to try to fall back asleep and then try to wow. wake up again ahead of the game. And this time is what? So my alarm normally goes off at 3.15. Okay. So, so this is early. So, so up and out of bed at 3.05. Right. Showered, nice long hot shower. Okay, Ted. Let's just let's just put this into perspective for, for people here. Okay, yeah. so ten minutes before you woke up, it was two o'clock in the morning. It was yeah, it was, right. It was exactly three o five. Right. No, no. <laughs> ten minutes before you woke up, it was in the oh, twos. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how early it is. So, take a shower, get everything ready to come into work. I'm ahead by ten minutes. I leave the house feeling great. Right. Here I am. I'm like, yo, I'm going to get to work night like 10 minutes early. I get to mess around on YouTube for a little bit. Yeah. Right? Surf some Reddit, and then I'll get to the business. Yeah. Today in my neighborhood, much like a lot of neighborhoods in the city, it's green bin recycling garbage day. Totally. I don't set any of my stuff out the night before because of the hours that we work. Right. I just do it before I leave in the morning. Green bin, out. Recycling bins, out. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Garbage bags, out. Wow. It's also yard waste day. Yard waste gets picked up every other week with my garbage. Yeah. You took care of that too? Did that. Wow. I got three bags. Bag number one was from yesterday because I did a massive cut of the the front and backyard. Good for you. Grabbed that bag. It was easy. The clippings were still light. You put the the long clippings in the bag? Yeah. Holy moly. What Put that in the curb. Of course. Done. Bag number two from two weeks ago. Picked it up. Yeah. Kind of heavy because sure. clippings, you know, get moisture and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Moist clippings. <laughs> get halfway across the, the driveway. Yeah. Bag splits. No, it's not good. I hate that. It's the worst. That is the there, worst. 10 seconds. I stand there in shock because I'm like, I'm wearing brand new Jordans and I got to clean the stuff up. Yeah. So I said, let me go grab bag number three. Real quick. Sure. Grab bag number three. I walk past the mess of bag number two. Yeah. Bag splits. No. Open. So now I got bag number three clippings <laughs> from two weeks ago uh, on my and, front driveway. And there is nothing pleasant about two-week-old grass clippings. No, it they stinks. They reek. It stinks. Yeah, they reek. Had to clean that up. And at this point, I'm now 15 minutes behind schedule. Man. After I had been 10 minutes ahead, I'm now 15 minutes behind schedule. I get to the coffee shop. I'm like, you know what's going to make me feel better? Yeah. My regular morning drive to work coffee. Sure. Place my order. Same thing I get Monday to Friday from the exact same place. Yeah. Which is a small coffee with one milk. Yeah. It's good coffee. Get that coffee for my drive in. Take my first sip. Yeah. It was not coffee with milk. What was it? It was a hot chocolate that was like <laughs> full of sugar. Uh, they gave me a hot chocolate? They gave me a hot chocolate. I can understand. Sometimes you ask for milk, they give it to you black, or maybe they accidentally throw sugar in there. But to order a coffee and they get a hot chocolate. That's like winning the lottery. <laughs> right. <laughs> more, no, it's not, more because you can always just order a hot chocolate. No, but a surprise is a win. No. Continue, Mocha. 
I get to work. Yeah. I park my car in the parking garage. We're up on the second floor where the radio station is. I take the stairs. Yeah. Because I'm running behind a little bit, yeah. I decide, let me just pick up the pace and do a light jog up the stairs. What happens as I do my light jog up the stairs? My foot catches one of the stairs and I fall. <laughs> and, no, and I think it's I think it's worse to fall going up the stairs than it is, it is. to fall down yeah, the stairs. Because it's all shins when you're going up. So, it's all shins. Not only did my shins get it, but my chest got it too. Oh, you fell like all the way to chest? I fell to chest. You went all the way. To, I even know, can't remember the last time I, I was, fell and went all the I way was, to chest. I was so shook. What were, what were your arms doing at that time? Too I tired almost, from holding that huge. Huge hot chocolate. I almost couldn't. I almost couldn't breathe. If I had to you know call nine one one. You know what you are right now. You have to. Li- you 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 need to live the do over. You need a do over today. Well, what happened to the hot I, chocolate? I, I tossed it. Yeah. I had to. Oh, I dumped man. it down the sink. I yeah. tossed no, it. No, you need a do over. I know these anyway. days. I know these days. You fully. So, need, you need a do over. If there's anything that I learned today yeah. that I could pass on to anyone listening right now, and you could take this for the rest, with you for the rest of the week uh-huh. or the rest of the month or the rest of your life, is that life sucks yeah. and life hates you sometimes. Yeah, it does. Also, you should have taken that extra 10 minutes of sleep when you had the chance. Oh. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, in 1939, oh, 79 God. years ago. Oh, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> really, more? Happy birthday, man. <laughs> well done. In 1939, 79 years ago, uh-huh. the, Wizard, the Wizard of Oz premiered. Uh-huh. Why are you laughing so hard over there, bro? <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> uh, it is a that, classic. That and long ago, huh? Yeah, it is a classic, though. I mean, geez, 1939. Um, and... A perfect opportunity to visit the Johnny Depp School of Acting, which is something that we have done on this show for a while now, which the story goes Johnny Depp, uh, too famous, too eccentric, too weird, and too busy to memorize his own lines. So the story was that while Johnny Depp is shooting a movie, he doesn't memorize the script. What he has is somebody in in, in his earpiece in a different room reading him, feeding him his lines as the scene's going on, and then he just regurgitates them. And That's tough, man. As we discovered a long time ago, that's very difficult to yeah. do. So we'll do a scene now from the classic Wizard of Oz, um, Maury and Mocha, Johnny Depp School of Acting. Uh, Mocha, today you get to, you get to play Dorothy. <gasps> I do. Yes, you do. What? Most uh, famous. You get to play Dorothy. Uh, Maury, you're going to play Glinda, if Whoa, that's okay. The good, the good witch. The good witch. Oh, yeah. So, Maury, I have... I don't know, man. That good witch could have helped Dorothy out like way early in the movie. True. Uh, Maury has not seen this script. No. Nope. Because why would you? Big of star. Uh, Maury has an earpiece in his ear. I have Maury's script. I will be oh, feeding okay. Maury's lines to him via the earpiece. Um... Wizard of Oz Anniversary Edition, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Maury and Mocha, take one, and action. But I've never heard of a beautiful witch before. Only bad witches are ugly, because we freed people, we freed the East. Oh, but if you please, what are munchkins? Oh, the little people that die in the land. Oh, and Munchkin Ed, they're hairy and, and deer. Oh, it's all right. Oh, you can all bow down. It's all right. You all may come out. Come out, come out, wherever you are, and meet the old lady that fell from the car. 
I may be mistaken because it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, but I don't ever remember that specific part of the movie. No, when Can she we do a run when, through again? When she fell from a car. <laughs> That did not happen. Okay. And who all are right. the little hairy people talking about? Is that like a DVD bonus? A bonus scene? Yeah, that's a different munchkin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we ready? For, okay, we'll take two. Uh, okay. Uh, Wizard of Oz Anniversary Edition, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Maury and Mocha. Uh, take two but and I, action. But I've never heard of a beautiful witch before. All the bad witches are ugly. Munchkins are happy and we're uh, people and you people for the beast. No. <laughs> if you please, what are munchkins? Uh, the little people in this munch munchkin land. You are here, natural peer in the pants. <laughs> Did you say national peer in the pants? I <laughs> guess another deleted scene, oh huh? Another DVD extra. Oh my God. Okay. okay. I heard stories about those I munchkins from back movie. in the day, but <laughs> never this one. All right, one more time. And uh, Mocha, we're going to. Mocha, we're going to uh, pick it up on uh, Oh But, if okay. that's okay with you. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, Wizard of Oz Anniversary Edition, uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Maury and Mocha, take three, and action! Oh, but if you please, what are munchkins? Ah, uh, the little people who see in the people of land, it's munchkin land! Bachelor the heroine, it's all right, you'll come, come out and you'll thank her! You'll come out, come out, come out! If you are, meet the lady that fell from the car, she fell from the star, she can't... Oh, she named the name of the star. <laughs> I could have swore at one point in that conversation. You said the munchkin with the heroin. <laughs> yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. So everybody's going in on Disney for hiring a straight actor to play their first gay character. Hold on, what? Yeah, so, uh, and I don't even know really know who. Do you know who this actor is? Um, Jack Whitehall? You never heard of him, Maury? Jack so, Whitehall? So The Jungle Cruise is a movie also starring Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson. The Rock, baby! Yeah. And there's a character in the movie who's apparently, quote, uh, hugely effete, very camp, and very funny. So I guess that that would be the sort of stereotypical mannerisms of an over-the-top sort of gay character. What's the name of the guy? Right? Uh, the movie's called uh, uh, The Jungle Cruise. I don't know what the character's name no, is. No, no, sorry. The uh, the actor. Jack Whitehall. And so they cast Jack Whitehall, and he said that he was very happy about this. What's that, more? He's known for a, a UK game show called A League of Their Own and okay, stuff. Cool. So he's like, he's done some stuff. He said that it's cool to be a part of something on this scale, and uh, also as possibly one of the biggest Disney nerds on the planet. So excited to be working on a project uh, with this much history. And not everybody's happy. So let me read you one of the tweets that sort of did the rounds yesterday. Uh, quote, uh, if you're one of the people who doesn't see the big deal with Jack Whitehall, a straight white male, I don't know what white has to do with anything, uh, being cast to play the first openly gay Disney character, then you're part of the problem. So are people having a hard time? I guess here's the question, um, because this is yet another straight actor playing a gay character or is this just simply because this is Disney's sort of first foray into an openly gay character not an elusively gay character like the guy from uh, Beauty and the Beast oh Gaston no not Gaston his, his Le, boy Lefeu what was Le, his name Pepe uh, Le, yeah Pepe oh, no, Pepe Josh Gad played Josh Gad yeah. played him yeah. right yeah. so and he was sort of like am, ambiguously gay yeah. but yeah. they never said it like here but, they're actually saying that he is gay. this is a gay this is a gay character 
character. And so I think that that may have more to do with, it may have more to do with Disney than the sort of argument that we've seen over and over and over again um, when it comes to, you know, who can play what. Because Ruby Rose, they just announced that Ruby Rose, who I think is identifies as she gay. Is. Yeah, she came out a long time Where she ago. is going to play a gay um, bad girl. And she had to shut down her Twitter. Everybody because, freaked yeah. out over that. Yeah. So they so half the but, world online, the idiots are freaking out over a gay person being cast to play a gay character. And then everybody else freaks out when a straight person is cast to play a gay, can't uh, win. A gay I character. I will say, admittedly, it's, that when I read this, that I was upset that Disney's finally doing an openly gay character. Why wouldn't they cast? There's so many out okay, amazing here's a gay question, characters. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a question. Which is a fair, which is a fair argument. Okay, yeah. What if? Yeah. And I'm not saying they did, but what if Disney reached out to multiple gay actors and said, "Hey, we have this role. Would you consider it?" And they said no. There's so no then way like they a went Neil Patrick Harris this would turn guy, this down. Jack Whitehall. Then they went to him and said, "Hey, we have this." Opportunity? Would you like to take it? I, this I guy could, being a big sure. Disney fan, I, saying, "Of course." I could, I could see that happening if we were talking about Anthony Hopkins being cast, but we're talking about the great Jack Whitehall, who nobody's ever heard of before. But right? I, I, I you, see you know what you're I mean? saying, Mocha. But there's no way that they went to all these openly gay actors saying, "Do you want to play Disney's first openly gay character?" And they all said, "No." Right. There's no chance. But maybe, but maybe that's not the priority, though. But maybe excluding somebody from a role deliberately is not the priority. Maybe you're afraid that if you only put something out as a casting call where you specifically excluded a group whether they are straight or gay that's also a position that you don't want to be in because who wants to be accused so of that? it's a no-win situation. Right? I was for the argument. I rem- And I remember this too because this was the, the, the argument was always this and I, and I was always 100% behind it which was when the argument was that from gay people or somebody who's trans or whatever when the argument always was we can play more than that mm-hmm. stop casting me then, stop thinking I can only do this one thing I was mm-hmm. like hell yeah then you why can do couldn't more Disney you can do everything say, We're but the argument has changed anyone now. can audition and if openly gay people audition if they're perfect for the role then give it to them but we don't know that story we but don't. what I'm saying is the argument has changed now because the argument used to be I'm more I can do more than this yeah. stop only looking at me for this one thing because I was like yes hell yeah you can do anything you want if you're great you're great you can do anything you want now the argument is we can only do this and and the argument has changed it's changed very much and yet there's history even recent history where it doesn't align with like eric stone street on modern family who his character is that sort of stereotypical he he's totally straight yeah, yeah, yeah. right and 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 then you have eric mccormack for will and he's straight and, will and grace yeah. and he's straight married but then you also have jim parsons yeah jim parsons gay gay playing straight playing straight so you have these recent sort of examples of where it has been completely acceptable and not only acceptable but completely celebrated mm-hmm. but it's almost everything after a certain point has to now fall in line with the with the new rules I think that the problem and, and was... i think different people play by different rules i think disney is held to a different accountability um than maybe what somebody else is. i think because they're putting the headline disney's first openly gay character yeah. being played by the straight i think because there's that umbrella sure, over absolutely. it that upsets it's valid argument people like myself it's valid argument does it upset you yeah yeah here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I fell asleep in the backyard yesterday with one foot in the sun. What? Yeah. So the rest of your body was like fully shaded. <laughs> fully shaded. Except for one foot. One foot, yeah. How long were you sleeping for? Oh, I think maybe 40 minutes. 
Were you wearing your tight jeans? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So I had what? Oh, even worse than that. I went down. Dude, it was like 34 to it, or Thank yeah, you. like 34, 35 degrees yesterday yes, in the I, afternoon. I was soaking wet. And you fell asleep in the backyard yeah. with your jeans with on. Jeans on. Yeah. I'm cuz I'm always ready to rumble, right? <laughs> so <laughs> But how are you going to rumble when you got one hot foot? Well, that's that's the problem, right? But no, I'm always ready to rumble, so I don't like I don't like uh, falling asleep in like shorts or undies during the day cuz you never know when you're going to have to fight an intruder. <laughs> um, so i've yeah. got i've got and it if to, it ever makes the news yeah you don't want to be that guy no like, hell know, no man in underwear fights off no invasion. no because my undies have my undies have been getting smaller and smaller over the years the older i get the smaller my undies get it's really quite remarkable i wore a pair of undies the other day where it was just the undies part and you know the part that like goes around your waist the waist yeah. the waist part was literally just the elastic like oh it was God. like the, the waistband. You know what I mean? Like it looked like a sumo wrestler. Bro, you got to go to Walmart or something. Right? Why? No, no, no. I don't mean they're old. I'm, they're brand new undies. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so that's all. I don't purpose? mean I don't mean my undies are slowly disintegrating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the older I get, the less and less undie I like to wear. Why aren't you just like, not, just go commando? Commando? Yeah. What, are I going to fight a guy naked? No. Oh. Just tight jeans, right? Them Janes and nothing else. <laughs> To work, dude. To wherever. No, you yeah. can't. No, it's not appropriate. How long? I you pick wear- up Roxy from daycare. I'm not going to show up with no undies and jeans. What am I? 1972? <laughs> or it was okay for dads to walk <laughs> around with <laughs> jeans Nobody's and no undies? To, to Everybody's not- looking. Okay, okay, sure. Everybody looks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You don't look. You don't look. You, you see somebody that you suspect maybe isn't wearing undies. You don't look. Of course you look. Well, I just assume everybody wears undies, and if they don't, then I don't know. I can't. Tell. Right. It's like a toupee, right? If I see somebody that's obviously wearing a toupee, I don't care one way or the other. But, I'm not but I notice that the man is wearing a toupee. Crotches or the crotch area. You don't do a check? No. Oh. Why would I? I don't know. Like, if I see like, I somebody care. and I suspect maybe they're not wearing undies, I always like to confirm. But how many times are you suspecting that somebody's not wearing underwear? I suspect underwear? a lot of people are not wearing <laughs> underwear, to be honest with you. <laughs> This city's a filthy place. (laughs) With that one hot foot. With that one hot foot. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. For the past, I don't even know, how long has James Bond been around? I don't even know. 102 years. Longer than us, right? Oh, yeah. And ever since then, it's always the who's going to be the next Bond, who's going to be the next Bond. First of all, I don't know anyone who's... favorite movie is a james bond movie i know people that like james bond mm-hmm. i've never in my life met somebody where you're like hey what's your favorite movie and they mention a james bond movie i don't think i've never. ever seen a full james bond movie from beginning to end to be honest with you and so daniel craig has one james bond left which they're going to start filming 1963 in, is when it started thank you maury uh so yes before all of us um they're gonna start shooting in december for a october 2019 release and okay. then um, last week, director Antoine Fuqua claimed that James Bond producer Barbara Bacoli wants a, quote, non-white actor for the role after Daniel Craig bows out. Okay. And he had said that uh, Idris Elba could do it if he was in shape. He says you need a guy who's physically strong, and Idris has that. I like people, that people wanting Idris Elba to be James Bond has been going around for years I have and, a question. Yes. And a, it may be a stupid question, okay? Yeah. yeah. And maybe a bit naive, so I apologize in advance. 
But do people want Idris Elba to be James Bond because they think he'll make a great James Bond? Or do they want Idris Elba to be James Bond because he's black? Both. I would say I would say yes to A and correct and yes to B as well. I think both. I think people really love Idris Elba and they think that'd be a great like James Bond. And I also think that there's a, a lot of people who think that in the world of James Bond that white people have taken up too much space for too long because yeah. that's just the way it goes saw, and that's the world we live does in. Does Bond have and to be of a certain age too? I would and because the argument is somebody brought up the argument saying that they think that Idris Elba is too old to play James Bond and that's a whole oh, other conversation really? because when you sign on for James Bond you're possibly going into like 10 year contract 10 years of your life if you do if you do a couple of movies how old is he and Idris Elba is 45 Right? Okay, yeah, I don't think that that's old at all to play James Bond. Because how old's Daniel Craig? He's up there, too. Yeah, he's not that old, I thought old, Idris, Idris Elba was a little bit younger, Hold on to be here. honest with you. Like, uh, because all I the stuff that I, I saw on social last week when that picture came out claiming, not claiming, but saying, hey, Idris Elba would make a great uh, 007. Yeah. 007, excuse me. Um a lot of the comments, there was some like hateful, hateful stuff. Yeah, see, Daniel being Craig said about him. Daniel Craig is just now fifty, and he's been doing James Bonds for uh, how long? Daniel, ten years, ten years, or, yeah, or yeah. a little bit longer than that. But, so um, Idris Elba freaked everybody out the other day because on Sunday he tweeted, "My name is Elba, Idris Elba," <laughs> and then everybody was Great. like, "Oh my God, it's on!" Yeah. And then uh, he tweeted right after that, "Don't believe the hype." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but has anybody actually ever heard from him? Like, does he want to be Bond? I've asked him before. Oh. And? And he had said, you know, that he wouldn't mind playing. I think that was, I think what he had said was that he has heard the, this, everybody's been saying this for so long. And I think what he was more leaning towards was playing some sort of Bond villain. Oh, that okay, he, that yeah. he thought that would have been he'd cool. Be, he'd be a right? great villain. That he would be a great Bond villain. But uh, but yeah, so this whole thing. But again, See, we the, also, the world goes crazy with these James Bond stories. But again, I have there's been so many James Bond movies. I have never met a single person whose favorite movie is a James Bond movie. I, like I the don't fact think people care that much. I, I like the idea of Idris Elba playing James Bond because I think he'd make a great James Bond. Sure. Because I like that guy. I don't like him playing James Bond knowing that let's say he's signing up for 10 years yeah 10 more years of why he shouldn't be james bond because he's black comments from yeah. the public is yeah. he british yes okay because you have to also be british right yes. oh, oh yeah. you very much have to they yeah. that way they would yeah. be no standing for that yeah if you didn't have to you can have Johnny i would Depp just not like to, to see 10 years of hate <laughs> comments going towards idris alba for being black playing James Bond. Yeah, yeah, but I think people will get over that after his first Bond, uh, right? No, absolutely not. Are you kidding yeah. me? Well, see, the difference is this, and I've always thought of James Bond this way, where this could work, okay, mm-hmm. is that don't think of James Bond as a continuing story with the same character just sort of in parallel universe. Think of James Bond, and maybe I'm right about this. I don't know that. I don't know that much about James Bond, but think about it this way. Think about James Bond is just a alias code name given to various agents over the course of history. See, that would so make there, sense. there have been many James Bonds. Let's say they all exist in the world together. Okay? Like just like 007. It's the same right? universe. It's just an, Your a, an name. alias. It's an alias and James Bond. And the agent Bond. changes right. all the time. Therefore, you could have a woman who is then James Bond. Sure. Right? Because that's just the name you're given. Well, like right? Lucy Liu is playing Watson on TV right now. Sure, so, sure. You know? 
but let's just say that James Bond is, that's just the code name of yeah. various agents that they've had in MI6 throughout the years, right? Then it works. Yeah. It works fine. Anybody yeah. could do it because it's not the one guy. But people look at this as a continuation of a single man that named James Bond. That theory needs to come from the James Bond people yeah. for it to make sense. That's the only way it quote makes unquote sense. sense. And to stop all the hate. Yeah. Hi, Razamoka. Who's this? Hi, it's Rich from Mississauga. What's up, Rich? How are you, man? Great, great. Uh, listen, uh, you know, just heard your point about uh, 007 and uh, James Bond, and, and I just want to say, uh, with all due to, all due respect, I disagree. You disagree with what? Well, with with the James Bond part. I mean, 007 is MI6's code for James Bond. Sure. James Bond is the name of the man, and the man has been white since day one. Okay, I, I, sure. I like. I don't think that you know. Here's, I guess this is my where I start. I don't know. And and they've done it. They've done it in. They've done it in books too. I really have no problem when they change up characters. I really don't. I thought the new Ghostbusters with the all female cast. It is my favorite Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's a great movie. I love the that Ghostbusters with Melissa McCarthy better than I like Ghostbusters one with um like Dan Aykroyd, uh, Dan Aykroyd and, and those guys. Bill Murray I, I enjoy it more. I yeah. really do. I think it's it's a more I think it's a more fun film. I think it gets to the action a whole lot faster. I think most of the jokes are better. But they don't really go out of their way to make a point that the fact that the scientists are women is some sort of a hindrance to them, that it's an obstacle that they have to, they, to get over. They just happen to be women living in that world, and, th- and that's fine. Uh, when you take something like James Bond, I think what a lot of people have a hard time with is that um, he's now going to be Idris Elba, who is black, and then James Bond, they may write in aspects of the character where he then has to deal with some sort of latent racism that that people may have towards him, which is not an aspect of James Bond. So I get that maybe you don't want to see that because then that really changes James Bond and all future when motivations. It's never for, been mentioned exactly. Since. 1963 when James Bond first came out. Now, if you just take Idris Elba and slot him in as if race was just a non-issue, then I don't have a problem with that. But I think that where a lot of people may get tripped up is now James Bond is going to somehow, you know, carry this sort of weight of that with him in the character. And I I don't know if people want that from their James Bond. Well, I I agree. I agree with you. And and that's the thing. But my point is uh, 007 is the code for James Bond. James Bond is the name of the man, and, you know, we know that uh, we have that picture of that character since, you know, the Sean Connery days, or even probably before. I think there's even one before that. No, I get it, but then you have to change the way that you look at the, you you don't look at the James Bond movies as this has been the same guy doing this for all the movies, right? I agree. I agree. The point I'm saying is that 007 is the code for James Bond. Yeah. not, you know, James Bond is not the code for a man that, MI6 had. No, I know, but uh, I'm just saying you could you could look at it that way cuz 007 all 007 means is that's your license to kill, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I think that's the agent number that they assigned to their agents, correct? I don't so know, man. Why, so why can't they I just assign that number to a 45-year-old black guy? Well, exactly. So they can assign 007 to, you know, uh to Kevin Hart and that's okay. Yeah. But <laughs> oh my change God. it. Could you imagine <laughs> Kevin Hart as James Bond? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole new story. <laughs> oh man! Hey, all right. Yeah, right. Thanks for taking my call. Of course, man. Right thanks on. for calling in. Take care. All right. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mark Wahlberg and Ronda Rousey have a new movie drops tomorrow called Mile Twenty Two. And Dan Moore 
had the opportunity to speak with both Mark Wahlberg oh, yeah? and Ronda Rousey. And you get along very well with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg and Dan Moore are like best friends. Yeah. So anytime you put them in a room together, it's just fun. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg's a great guy. He's been in this business for a long time. He likes to have fun. True so then. I have a couple of clips here of Dan and Maury with Mark Wahlberg, and their conversation is great. Yeah? It's fantastic. I like that. And Ronda Rousey, she's been on the Ronda Moga show a couple times before. Yeah. And she's been always, like, really cool. Sure. I don't know if maybe she was having a bad day when she sat down in front of Dan and Maury, but she was not fun. So Mark Wahlberg gets along with Maury very well. Ronda Rousey was just having none of Maury. None. Yes. So these are, like, complete... Opposite uh, okay. spectrum interviews. Fair enough. Let's so, do it. Let's start with. Let's start with the good. Yeah, please. Mark Wahlberg with David Mori about Mile Twenty Two. Now, every wife, girlfriend, and me has you on their top five list. You know what the top five list is, no. right? The, the five celebrities you can cheat on your partner with. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's is cool. This, right? Then you're on the movie. Nice. And probably <laughs> any other people. To do with the movie. But okay. I gotta think, like, you're just willy nilly about being on the top five. So I wanted, like, should you be on our top five? Like, justify why you should still be on our top five. I don't. I don't think I can justify why I should still be. I'm honored, <laughs> but I think you know, I'm 47. I'm getting old. I'm a little. I'm out of the game. But you know, if I, if I'm on the list, you know what? I'm I'm taking that with pride and very appreciative. Of that. <laughs> it actually makes me feel a little bit younger. Give me a little more motivation to work out in the gym tomorrow. Well, you, you know, because there's always the hotter guys that you know that could knock you off at some point. Well, you know what? But I think the relatability factor keeps me on the list. Being humble, you know, working hard, coming from that kind of you know background where you know you're not supposed to be able to have the success, but you work that hard and you kind of have that can do anything attitude yeah maybe that's the thing that keeps me on the list right so, i like that ain't nothing wrong with that. that's a very that's a like a that was actually a very insightful conversation based on an absolutely ridiculous question and mark Wahlberg, we found out a couple weeks ago uh is investing his money not into a alcohol business not into clothing not into no. sneakers but the market bitcoin no not none of that oh he wants to open up his own uh, car dealerships <laughs> and that's exactly what he's doing of course right now I, I don't know how rich it is that you want to be in life but now you want a car dealership and i, I can't I, I never imagined you as being like a car salesman i don't actually sell, i said i own the dealership well so sell me a car sell me a car well, let me tell you something. You look like a Corvette man. <laughs> but if you can't afford a Corvette, let's get you one of those brand new Camaros. Oh. Okay, we'll do the customized one. If you like the Wahlburgers logo, we'll put them in the headrest. <laughs> you want them on the fenders, we'll put them in the fenders. We'll give you the match for free. But I've always been a huge car guy, and it was always my dream. I remember imagining that one day I could go onto a car lot and buy a car. And never mind now being able to provide Chevrolets to people in Columbus, Ohio, and hopefully all over the country. You know? I love being in middle America. I love I'm literally reaching for my wallet. Nice. There's nothing in it. Already, there's nothing in it. Two. There, there's nothing in it, but I'm reaching for my wallet. If you buy the first one at full price, I'm going to give you the second one at my discount. Which is full price. Pretty close. <laughs> there you go. You get a long great. Wahlberg's so great, man. Right? Like, yeah. you guys sound like you're, you're having a lot of fun. So Ronda Rousey was just having none of it, huh? At- no. Oh, all we right. all know Ronda Rousey, UFC, WWE now, and her world-famous armbar is what 
you know, put her over the top and made sure. her the champion for as long as she was. Yeah. And uh, oftentimes when people sit down in front of her, they want to talk to her about that arm bar. Sure. So I guess David Moore wanted to have some fun with her and be like, hey, did you, you know, maybe talk to Mark Wahlberg and maybe try to put him in an arm bar or anything like guy. that? Right? Yeah, yeah, he's sure. a tough guy. Yeah. Rhonda, did Mark ask you to put him into your famous arm bar? And if not, do you think you could get him <laughs> out of into one? Well, no, he did not ask me to put him in the arm bar. And the second part of that question is stupid, and I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then things kind of went <laughs> from bad to worse. Now, Rhonda, i got to ask you this. What's your ultimate stupid. goal? Movie star, stay with the WWE and work towards becoming a Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer, or go back to the UFC? What's your ultimate goal? Um, well, what makes you think you could pin down my ultimate goals? You don't know what my ultimate goals are. It's not one of those three. <laughs> oh, and what is it? I want to be a mom. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's so, wow. And what if your kid wants to get into fighting? And that's up to them, you know. I, I wouldn't push them into fighting, but I'd like to make sure that they know how to fight, you know, just for self-defense. She's had, like, no time for yeah, Maury at no. all. She was having a bad day. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. She could have been in a great mood. It could just be Maury. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> no offense. I'm not going to blame it all on Rhonda. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Just reading an article about Dane Cook. Remember Dane, Dane Cook? Cook? Oh, my God. Remember the comic Dane Cook? I haven't heard that name in forever. Thank you. What's that guy up to these days? Dating a 19-year-old. <laughs> okay what so the headline dane cook 46 talks about the 27 year age gap between he and his girlfriend kelsey taylor who's 19 what yeah 27 year age gap and it's interesting and because it, they also just celebrated a year together wait a minute when she was 18? Okay. So they celebrated a year together, and he also said that they were friends for a while and soon after fell in like with each other and then upgraded to love, quote unquote. So presumably he met her. When she was 17? When he was 40. Six, when he was 44. He was 45 or 44, and she was maybe 17. And he said that they met at his house when he was hosting a games night at his place. So I have two questions. What, like with this. her parents brought her over. That's what I'm thinking. Like, is she the daughter of like one of his friends? Maybe because what 17 year old is going to be going to a 45 year old man's. I mean, I know it's Hollywood and she's in show business and everything else. I guess she's like a singer, a backup singer, backup dancer. But how does a 17 year old meet or like somebody that she knows, knows, Dane but Cook. who would she know? Like, and and I know like again, maybe her manager sure, or somebody the, else. But in what the, the manager is going to say? Hey, you know what's a great idea? I'm going to my friend Dane Cook's house, who's 45 years old, and I'm 45. Why don't I bring my 17 year old friend with me? Yeah, right. Like yeah, it makes it, it some it, questions it's, that need to be answered. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm not <laughs> judging. Like I don't want to. I don't want to get too judgy. They're both adults at this point, and if they're madly in love, they're madly in love. Who cares? But they did have to disable all the comments on their Instagram posts together. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Because people are just <laughs> savage, right? <laughs> savage. Uh, but somebody did. I guess he was doing a Q and A, 
And, oh, no, um, you don't do that. Yeah, Come on. He was doing a Q&A, and somebody had asked Dane Cook, hey, do you have any advice for somebody who's in a large age gap relationship? And Dane Cook's advice was that you just have to come to terms with the fact that you're going to die far apart. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. And today we are celebrating the birthday that uh, Guinness Book of World Records has announced today. She is now the oldest woman in the world. Stop it. You're, just saying, you're only saying that to drive me crazy. Now Madonna turns 103 no, years old today. 60, which is still impressive. 60. Oh, this is a great song. What do you, you like to celebrate song? today, more? Yeah, I don't mind this one. My, uh, You know my favorite Madonna song, right? Like a Prayer. No, not Like a Prayer. Like I, a I, do, I do love Like a Prayer. I really do love Like a Prayer. That's a great song. Um, you seem more like a Justify My Love. Well, because I did that cover of it years ago, if you remember. Oh, my God. Um, and then, uh, no, don't do that yet. No, 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 no let's not. Okay. okay. Um, but I like uh, Where's the Party. That's my favorite old Madonna song. I don't know enough about that. Madonna was like a, like a not a popular one. No, it, it was wasn't like a, a popular one. Yeah, but I dated a girl who really, really liked that. This Italian girl. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. She dressed like Madonna, too. Wore the like the little lacy gloves and did her hair her all, all right, hair oh, all nice. up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You still uh, think about her? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like it. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, a very, like, descriptive, uh, very descriptive uh, memory of her. Yeah. yeah. Her name was Laura. She told me for a guy named Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I never think about her. Carlos Ferrari. I've never forgiven that guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so what did you do yesterday? You want to talk to Madonna fans? Of course. Okay. Uh, Roz, you will look absolutely even better when you hit 60. Oh. And you will always be my material girl. What's going oh. on? It's Madonna's <laughs> birthday. Yes! 60. She looks fabulous. She's flawless. Skin is tight. Booty's up. She's flawless. Madonna's everything. If you could say something to her to wish her a happy birthday, what would you say? I would say, oh, Madonna. Okay, first of all, I'm a dancer, so my whole dream is to be one of her backup dancers. I would say, Madonna, can I show you my center split? Oh. Drop on the floor and just blow her a kiss. Well, it wouldn't be Madonna's birthday if we didn't sing like a virgin. Hey! Touched for the very first time. Ow. Come on, Mama. Happy birthday. I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's Madonna's birthday. She's 60. Is she really, though? <laughs> Actually. How has Madonna affected your life? Uh, well, my uncle likes to sing her songs when he's drunk in his restaurant, so he makes me sing them with him. Oh yeah. Okay, fantastic. Because guess what you're going to do right now for me? You're going to sing one of like a line from her song. Oh, my God. Okay. You must be my lucky star because <laughs> you shine on me. Wherever you are. <laughs> Dude, it's Madonna's 60th birthday. We're celebrating. No clue, man. I don't know anything about Madonna, for real, man. <laughs> you not want to wish her a happy birthday? Happy birthday, Madonna. You know the best way we should celebrate Madonna's 60th birthday? Wow. You're going to sing a line from one of her songs for me. Okay. Uh, Life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. So enthusiastic. I hear you call my name, and it feels like home. Can you imagine a world without Madonna? Uh, no, I can't, no. <laughs> Do you want to help us celebrate her birthday? Sure. Okay, let's sing together, shall we? Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> the truth is never left you. Uh, All through my wildies. 
my bad existence. <laughs> I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. This is your yes, girl. Song. Nice one. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> it is Madonna's birthday. Woo, happy birthday, Madonna. Can you believe this? Yeah, how old is she now? Like 82, 83? No, she's 60 today. <laughs> Congratulations, you made it this far. Happy birthday, Madonna. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing, all that Botox, all that stuff, looking good. Wow. Okay, you know how we're going to celebrate together? How? You're going to sing a bit of one of her songs. When you call my name, it's like a little prayer. I'm down on my knees. I want to take you there. That was awesome. Wow. <laughs> Happy birthday, Madonna. All right, Dan Moore, you have exactly 12 seconds right now to say what you want to Madonna. Girl, I love you. You're everything. Eight, I wish seven, you the happiest birthday at six, 60. You look unbelievable. Five, four, Thank you for everything you've done two, for our community. One. And keep doing what you do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Brian Henson. Hey. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you, man? I'm great. Thank you. Good. Uh, this movie, first of all, is fascinating. So, Happy Time Murder. <laughs> it, 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 no, it is. Because I'll tell you, when the story first broke, when Sesame Street came after uh, you guys and filed that suit to, I guess, stop using Sesame in the promotional materials for this. Right. I just read the headline where I was like, okay, Brian Henson, son of Jim Henson, did like a super R-rated thing. And my first impression was, I'm like, this sounds like somebody who really did not have the best relationship with his father but you are the complete opposite of that you run the company <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> how long has this movie been in your life like how long have you wanted to do the r-rated sort of puppet movie um well it all started and then we'll go back to my father yes everybody please thinks do. my father is was is you know, Mr. Don't Clean tell me this was his idea. No, no, no. Okay. No, but, no, but he had a very adult sensibility. People forget he did the first season of Saturday Night Live. That's right. We had, at one point, sold the company and then bought the company back. Right. I don't know. It was all a weird thing that we, that my family, we sold, sold the Jim Henson company at a certain time when the industry was tough on medium-sized companies, and then bought it back, like, three years later. And then... Um, I thought, you know, the puppeteers, it just wasn't, we weren't as funny. People, they weren't as funny. Everybody was very script bound. So I started uh, this improv comedy workshop to train the puppeteers into a new funny tone, a new energy. And, and it was a really successful workshop. And then we put it up in front of an audience just for fun with, as a live performance, and everybody loved it. And it just naturally went very blue. Right. And the audience <laughs> always... And it was... It's, it's a great... And I still do it. It's a show called Puppet Up. Um, and at one point, it was called Stuffed and Unstrung for a little while. I had it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and I, I, I had it up. I brought it up here to Toronto. It did really, it did really work. I think we've been up to Toronto a couple times. Anyway, that show was just like this thing where I could every night put it up in front of an audience and let the audience make suggestions of what they wanted the puppets to do because it was right. an improv comedy show. And I realized, you know, people really enjoy it going adult and blue as long as you know you're in a safe space. Meaning, safe space meaning no kids allowed. Uh, it's really kind of delightfully fun. Yeah, there's something really so fascinating about seeing a puppet use the F word. Yeah. It's naughty and yeah. it's really fun. It's not, we don't go, it's not gross or anything like that. And it's not just puppets swearing because that'll last 
you know, five sure. or ten minutes. You have before to kill you... them as well. Yeah, you have to kill them. <laughs> you have to let them have sex and yes. have, let them be a little weird and perverted. Uh, but having real lives. And the movie, the char- it's really a character-driven story. I could have made this movie as a PG movie. Yeah. Except what I wanted to do was I wanted to leave the Muppets their space. Because the Muppets are great and I want them to continue and be sure. strong and forever and they perform for the they're the all audience characters the Muppets and kids can watch adults can watch adults can watch alone and enjoy it and they can watch with kids so I didn't want to mess in their space at all so even though this film could have been a PG gritty film noir crime thriller Actually, I thought it was better. And the studio, STX, really agreed to to actually make it very much an R-rated movie so that nobody gets confused. <laughs> Brian Henson is here talking about his new movie, uh, Happy Time Murders. This is the one with puppets and real people. So uh, it stars Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, Joel McHale. Uh, were there any stars that you reached out to to be in the movie that just like blatantly said no? Um I can't tell you specifically. But the answer is there yes. Is, there is, yeah, no, okay. there's, there's quite a few actors that they go, puppets, no. And it doesn't matter the context, right? They just, just go, puppets, puppets no. no. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think, and most of those are the actors that really rely on chemistry with the actor that they're in a scene with, and they just can't even perceive what that would be with a puppet. One they don't understand is with our puppeteers, you actually do develop that similar sort of chemistry. Like like Joaquin Phoenix was not on top of your list. (laughs) 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 You know, the real method actors would really go nuts. You know, the ones who are all method who say, I'm not acting at all. I just... (laughs) I am the character. Uh, Happy Time Murders in theaters on August 24th. Brian Hansen, thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Oh, sure. Thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to tell you the story of a Twitter war which led to a real-life meetup resulting in death. Oh, Jesus. Before I tell you the story, which is more likely? Is this a Twitter war that took place between two models? Is this a Twitter war that took place between two nerds from Silicon Valley? Not the TV show, but actual nerds from Silicon Valley who developed an app similar to one another? Or is this a story of two angry hockey dads whose kids play on a rival team? So it's more more likely. Okay, so it was a fight that started on Twitter, turned into a real-life fight, then turned into homicide? Yes. And my choices are two models, app nerds, two models, or two hockey dads. Yeah. Models. How'd you know? I had no idea. I just took a guess. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because I don't, jeez. What what, what, what two models get upset about? A British fashion model has been convicted of murdering a more successful rival after the two engage in a social media fuel dispute. On Monday, wow. a jury found George Coe guilty of stabbing Harry Uzoka through the heart. Oh, can I just tell you something? As soon as you said models, I just assumed they were women. Really? Yeah. I didn't I, assume they were male models. But I guess now it all would. makes sense. I, I guess don't think, you would, right? Yeah. I don't know how many model? women are going around killing each other because they're a more successful model. But okay, go ahead. Sorry. The 25-year-old victim was signed to London's premier model management uh, agency and had modeled for GQ and Zara. That's a good deal. The other model appeared in ads for Louis Vuitton. Oh, better deal. Prosecutors say Yuzoka accused Ko 
of trying to copy him, and the two men feuded after Ko claimed to have slept with Yuzoka's girlfriend. So then they met up. So this is less about one model being mad at another model for modeling beef more so than it is a guy slept with another guy's girlfriend and then it turned into so he says yeah okay i got you and then they met up and dude busted out a knife pulled out a knife Jesus. and he told the police that he he carries two knives for self-defense oh my god you gotta just chill people you really do not like that this is an everyday occurrence where a twitter war turns into a real war which turns into a homicide but you gotta just chill man. right Models really accusing each do. other of ripping off styles. Like your pose? And yeah. Really? Pose, look, everything. Like you cut your hair the same way I do. You same put your way. hand on the and same you, hip. I look yeah. at this picture. Look at these two guys. These guys look. Yeah, but like, they, but you can't like, it's not their fault. No. Like blame the industry. Like the hair kind of looks the same. Their, their eyebrows are kind of shaped the same. Yeah. Like, I mean, they got the same nose, the same jawline. Sure. Ears even. But like everything. They, these guys look like they could be brothers. Yeah. But a lot of models look like they're related because they're all just hot. Yeah. Right? Like that's the thing. Like it's, that's just the way models are. You all look like you come from the same island. Like, I follow a lot of models, and a lot of them pose together. My friend Nick Bateman's a hot model, and he poses with his friend Sorry, shirtless. Sorry, when you say you follow, like, in the streets or, like, on Instagram? Like on, yeah, well, we bumped into each other in L.A. Yeah. Um, and when he poses shirtless with his friend, you can't tell them apart. No, they all look the same. They all look the same. Yes. But there you go. Two right? models got into a Twitter fight, got into Jeez, a real fight, cool, man. and one of them ended up dead. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Ask Roz and Mocha. There you go. Always a favorite part of the podcast um, where you get to write in to us. And we do most of this on Instagram, I guess through text a little bit too, but mostly from Instagram. Uh, we'll post up an Ask Roz and Mocha picture once a week and then you guys can ask your questions there. And we always find somebody or sometimes a couple of people to join us on the podcast to ask their question with us live Brandy is on the phone with us. Hi, Brandy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for submitting your question. Uh, if you can tell everybody, uh, what is your question? My question is the best and worst advice you guys have ever been given. Oh, God. Jeez. There's so much bad advice. And, and when I mean bad advice, I don't mean like <laughs> terrible advice that you should never listen to. I mean, there's so much bad advice that people think is great advice. Yeah. Like for me, mm -hmm. for example... Bad advice, like, the weed isn't that strong. Just take a oh, small wow. toke and you'll be fine. <clears throat> Next thing you know, I take a small toke and I'm tripping out. And you're tripping out, right? Because I'm not a weed guy. No, I right? know. Yeah, no, that's bad advice. Uh, bad advice is also people tell you to, st to, to stay positive. It's terrible advice because it puts you in a headspace where any sort of negative thoughts, you think that you're going against something or that they're not natural thoughts and that your sort of mandate has to be to stay positive. And it also takes away a lot of times your ability to properly deal with things that are tragic in your life. If you have somebody, and I knew somebody where their, their mantra in life was to just stay positive. Anytime something yeah. bad happened, it was just stay positive. You lose a job, stay positive. You lose a relationship, stay positive. And it's terrible advice because you are then not 
willing to deal with something that is negative in your life. So a mixture of positive. I will always say be positive, but don't forget sometimes you also got to be real negative too. My dad gave me the best great advice that I still hold on to this day. Which is what? Set little goals for yourself. They're easier to achieve. Right. (laughs) Sure. Yes. He knew his son. Uh, I'll also say that terrible advice, and they give it to a lot of young people in college, is that, and there's a hundred different versions of this, Uh, But terrible advice is, you know, do what you love and then you'll never work a day in your life or, you know, it's not it's not job. It's not a job if you love what you do. That is the worst advice ever. It's 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 so damaging to people because you are then setting yourself up to position your place in life to be one of the very, very rare people who get to do, quote unquote, what they love. Most people don't do what they love for a living. But you have to be responsible and you want to take on responsibility and you want to be employed by somebody or yourself where you are given responsibility and that you're dependable and you show up on time and you work hard and you're trustworthy. That's the purpose of a job. The purpose of a job is to not just find something that you love. Because I guarantee you, if you love... Um, give me something that somebody loves. You like wrestling. Like wrestling. Now let's, let's say violin, right? Okay. You love the violin. It is the thing in life that you love. Yeah. Keep in mind that if you decide to make the violin your career, you then are putting yourself in the position where somebody is going to look at you and go, you suck and I'm paying you for this and you're crap. Do better. There goes the thing you love. You just handed the thing that you love in this world to somebody who turned it into a job. But stay positive. But stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you real quick, um, Brandy, like I'm a pretty positive guy myself, right? Yeah. And I always look for the best of a situation or people. And growing up, you always are you're always told like be kind, be kind to others, treat people with respect, sure. right? Yeah. I will say One thing that has stuck with me ever since he said it, like, eight years ago, was something that Roz said. Oh, something that I said. That you said that stuck with me, that I have carried with me every single day of my life. And my interaction with everybody that I meet or people who are in my life. Yeah. And it's the one thing that you said that will be with me for the rest of my life. I'm going to share this with you, Brandy, and everybody listening to the podcast, is how you treat people matters. It's true. Do you remember when you said mm-hmm. that? Yeah. It was like, wait, it was eight years ago. Roz was in his hometown of Acton uh, getting a, a street sign uh, unveiled with his name, Roz Weston Lane. And during his speech, he was saying to everybody uh, how grateful he was for the town and, 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 and the street sign. And one thing he said that really stuck with me that day was how you treat people matters. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, it's funny that you say that. Thank you, by the way, Mocha. Um, and it's wonderful that that resonated. And I will say that that is what growing up in a small town did because you always had to assume that your old man was going to find out everything that you did. And it forced you to realize the importance of how you treat people because you couldn't go into a store at 13 and be a complete dick to the guy who ran the store because my dad went in there when he got home from work to buy smokes yeah and he'd hear yeah. about it. how you treated people really really matters in a small town your reputation your family's reputation you know is at stake and when i grew up like that i do my whole life now is like that you yeah, know and, sure. I, and i always i still live that way like I really do. I try and live that way. Um, but that's incredible. What was the part two to your question? Um, the second part of my question was the weirdest thing that somebody's ever done while they were over at your house. Oh, 
Uh, well, Ross doesn't have people over no, at his house, I so don't. you can't participate. I'll, I'll tell you. Can we flip this and say, Maury, what's the weirdest thing? Well, you've been at somebody's house? You... Yes. <laughs> Two things. Yes. One, um, when I was snooping around, I once there was a little figurine at somebody's house, and I broke the arm off. So I just took the whole figurine home. I don't oh, know if that counts. Wow. Just because I figured if they just didn't see the figurine anymore, they won't notice it was broken. Wow. <laughs> right? Okay, so thieving. And then second thing was I was sleeping over at a friend's house once and I hid snacks from the snack cupboard in a plant in the basement that I was sleeping in so that I could have midnight snacks and wouldn't have to go upstairs to get the snacks. So I just How hid old them were in you the plant. When you were sleeping oh at a friend's God. house. Please was, don't say last year. I was gonna say like twenty-five. You were twenty-five. Twenty-five? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you're hiding <laughs> snacks in a plant at 25 while you're sleeping in a friend's house? <laughs> a grown-ass man, dog. I had a mortgage <laughs> when I was 25. Well, how's he going to get the snacks? Oh, my God. Jeez. I don't know. You had a job at the time. You Buy your own. Yeah. Also, where are you sleeping? That you're I, was buying the, a, I was in the basement you're, in a sleeping bag. You're 25 bag. <laughs> sleeping on a floor in a sleeping bag? Yeah. Were this guy's parents home or no? Yeah, they were upstairs in their room. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you sure the timeline is right? You were 25. I mean, can we ask how old the friend was? Same age, but I was like, it was like a sleepover. At 25. No, at 25 years old, what, I had a when? full-time job, living on my own, car payments, rent, everything. Thank you. But, I'm sorry, but what age do sleepovers end? Um, I'll tell know. you, I don't know what age they end, but they don't normally extend to 25. <laughs> and what are they called then? Well, I don't. Like, how is it a sleepover? Like, I guess because I slept over. No, but but what was the circumstances? Oh, we were watching movies and hanging out, and then I, it was time to go to his parents. Were like, okay, it's time, guys, we gotta, you know, lights out. Twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you're terrible at math, but there's no way this is a true story. Yeah, I swear. This has there's to be no when you way. were like twelve. <laughs> there's no way this happened at twenty-five. Yes, yes, absolutely. <sighs> okay, well there you go. I don't know if you get any more weird than that. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Right. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. I've been listening to you guys since for eight years, and you guys are oh, the wow. best. Oh, wow. Oh, that's the best. You. Thank you, Brandy. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you, guys. Take care. All right. We got, like, time for, I think, like, two more two more questions. Uh, what's Here. How about this one? Uh, Angela said, did you ever have a moment in your life when you realized, oh, my God, I am my mother, or, oh, my God, I am my father? Every day. What do you do, Maury? Or, oh, it's just a matter of whenever I'm at the store or whatever and I'm trying to get discounts on something and I, say, I even say it like my dad. And right. Matthew would be like, whoa, when Frank Sherman get here. What, what do you say? Well, I'm just like, you know, this is dented. <laughs> <laughs> After he's dropped the can on the floor repeatedly. Do you ever have that moment, Mocha? Yeah, a lot. And it was pointed out to me. I didn't know that I, that I do this. Yeah. But my wife pointed this out. And said, you know, your dad does this all the time. Really? Which is, if I'm, I don't know, I could be standing in the backyard admiring the grass. Or we could be walking in the mall and I'm just like kind of window shopping, whatever. Yeah. I will take my hands and put them behind my back. And I will, my right hand will grasp my left wrist. Oh, really? And I will huh? just like you just walk stand like that? Like this. Yeah. And my old man does that. Really, huh? And I have That's no interesting. Idea. That's yeah. one of those little affect things that uh, you pick up on that you don't even know. I'm going to uh, add one more quickly. Yeah. Because uh, Mocha pointed this out to me when he was at my birthday party. Yeah. Is that I, my whole family does this, where if they say something, they immediately then go, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Like, are you listening? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. hello? Right. Um, so anyway, so uh, Maury, what I was going to... Hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I realized because my my dad uh, died years ago, and I realized not that long Sorry after. Um, thanks, more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he haunts you. Um, so, and I realized, uh, and I and I and I not that um, not that long ago that my brother and I both burp like my dad. Oh yeah, yeah, like my and I still like the my deep, brother. like deep quick burp. No, just the same way, like the same way you push out a burp and how it yeah. ends. Like it's a tone. Like it's really? it's like a note on a trumpet. Like we both burp the same way as my dad. And I I will be in a different room if, if my brother and i are together i'll be in a different room and if i burp my brother will go dad burp because it'll sound oh, wow. it'll sound just like our yeah? dad and how he used to burp yeah yeah uh we'll end with this cat curran wants to know is roz weston a hugger oh and prove it <laughs> he didn't say yes or no if the answer is no he just proved it yeah like am i a hugger i love i love hugging Catherine. i love hugging my kid but generally am i a hugger no i can't remember the last time i saw you hug someone to no, be honest with you i'm not no and sometimes people will even come in here and they'll hug you and i won't hug them well yeah that's right yeah i just thought because you just don't like people no i just won't hug them i'm not i'm not big on like i'm not big on especially coworkers and stuff like that sometimes they want to hug it's just not for me it's not for me all right, so if yeah. you ever see Roz, don't ask for a hug. Prove yeah. it? Prove <laughs> He's proving it right now. He's not a hugger. He's every hugging day you. I prove that to you, Maury, every day. <laughs> ask Roz and Mocha every week. You're going to see us post a picture on Instagram, at Kiss925, so make sure you follow us, ask your question. You have the opportunity to join us on the podcast to ask your question. Also, don't forget, uh, wherever it is you get your, your podcast from, Google Play, iOS, if you don't mind, we would love it. Uh, leave a review, leave a rating, and uh, share the podcast with everyone you know. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.